And we're finishing off our Terminator 2 episode. Um, we're joining the film back in at uh, about halfway through, about 1 minute 17 on the um, extended cut. Um, but first, we'll, we'll kick off with some weird news. Weird news. Oh, Icelandmag.vizier.is. Uh, 0.0% of Icelanders, 25 years or younger, believe God created the world, new poll reveals. Interesting, isn't wow. it? Yeah, they are actually quite um, an atheist country, aren't they? Uh, I'm quite pagan. Yeah, they've actually got a pagan temple now, yeah. the first one for the um, the old gods. Although, I think it's more like a bit of a novelty <coughs> slash tourism thing. But Aren't they imprisoned the bankers? They did. Awesome. And <laughs> isn't that where Bjork comes from? Yes, yeah. and that Icelandic bloke who bought West Ham years ago and gave them loads of money uh, and then dissipated and then went bankrupt. That's him, yeah. So, Iceland's a very cold place, isn't it? It is. The clues in the name. <laughs> yeah. I imagine, I imagine that has a lot to do with atheism. Like, you know what I mean? Of course there's no God when your life is just a frozen fucking misery. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? A frozen like, tundra. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't feel very divine. Do you know what I mean? That's when, Finland as well, because only you like, mm. literally sort of 20-hour days in Finland? Oh, God. Something yeah, daft like that. Or, and then in the winter, sunlight. it literally just goes dark mm. all day. There's there's no sun. It's the complete op- opposite. Yeah. From one extreme to another. And then there's that... that um, it's a false false fact, isn't it? Uh, false fake news that uh, Finland had the highest suicide rate per capita. It isn't anymore. I don't know what it is, but there's a, it was a false fact. It was the hours of darkness. Yeah. Um, in our yeah. country, that's the number one killer for men our age. Suicide. Suicide is number yeah, one. Yeah, it is. What that's, a society we live in. That's why. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Brindle. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you got to talk about these issues because it's, it's relevant. Yeah, it's why you should take mental health seriously and uh, the problem being a man though is you don't feel that you know you're not supposed to are you you're not supposed to go and get sympathy for that sort because of thing. we don't we stiff don't upper it. lip dear chap yeah but how many stiff <laughs> upper lip dear chaps go to the fucking barn and shoot themselves <laughs> well a lot yeah that's, that's, the problem. So, yeah, that's what i mean <laughs> well i've been all right so far <laughs> <laughs> wait till we get to the end of terminator 2 and all the <laughs> what can are you on <laughs> Um, at six. <laughs> hey! Yeah, like you say, wait till we get to the thumb, he'll be blubbering. <laughs> yeah, well, there's certain exceptions to the rule. You know? Do you know Will what? Smith's dog dying in, in um, what do you mm. call it? I Am Legend. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. Um, Arnie in Terminator 2. More so when an animal yeah. sort of dies. Optimus Prime in the Optimus 86. Optimus Prime in the 86 original. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. There's times when it's allowed. Ben, when I your favourite sports team wins, if England won the World Cup, how I'd about, probably cry. How about your favourite fake sports? Because I I cry at the wrestling quite yeah. often. <laughs> sometimes, if there's no, I might get it's a most of man. Sometimes it can be, but it was pretty fucked up. You know, I was trying to show. Um, I don't know why I was talking to my girlfriend about this, but I was joking that the most romantic thing I've ever seen is when Matcha Man had split up with Miss Elizabeth and. He lost a match and he had 
Sherry, what was her name? Oh, uh, Sensational uh, Sherry. Sensational Sherry. She started kicking the shit out of him after the match. And Elizabeth jumped out of the crowd and she'd never been physical before and ran down and threw Sherry out and they cried and hugged and Macho Man lifted her up on his shoulder and... You know, I was like, that's, that's the most romantic wedding, thing. Isn't it? Yeah, the most romantic <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I'm trying to show it to my girlfriend, and, it's, and I'm trying to fast forward through WrestleMania Seven to get to it, and I'm literally going, "He's dead, <laughs> he's dead." Both of them in that ring are dead, and she's dead too. She's like, "The woman's dead." Yeah, drug overdose, Miss Elizabeth. Oh man. Yeah, she died in Lex Luger's house of a drug overdose. Oh man. What a twisted, seedy little fucked up, wonderful world professional wrestling. I guarantee you, Luger but, um, gave her them drugs allegedly. Allegedly, so he couldn't put it in a program. <laughs> Sorry. Um, honestly, gave her with, the steel with, forearm, obviously. Yeah, we're trying to do the news. Do you think and he's called me. his dick the steel forearm. Oh, for fuck's sake! No, have you seen what he looks like now? He's a no, I haven't actually. Very yeah, frail, skeletal man. Wow. But yeah, he hates that. Sorry, I, I just can't help it. Pro wrestling, every episode, there's going to be at least a few <laughs> seconds of it. But I'm going to do some brainy stuff later. So, so why? So let's get to the meat of that. Um, yeah, basically, story. Uh, 0% of under 25 year olds in Iceland believe in God. Well, God created the world, certainly. Yeah. So that's um, it's encouraging for the future, possibly, Good. depending on what you think. Good for yeah. them. So, yeah, another one. Yeah, man. UK man does five lines of cocaine <laughs> as a 40-minute wank in a beer garden is arrested. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to love this, bed because... Uh... Oh, my God, that pub looks terrible. Oh, man, that looks amazing. Where's that? Please tell me. Hey, it's Blackburn. A Blackburn man appeared in court today after performing a sex act, a big wank in brackets, <laughs> in a pub garden after snorting five lines of cocaine. Oh man! A oh. sex act he managed to keep up for forty minutes—a sort of endurance, endurance wank. wank. <laughs> a long-distance oh. marathon of a wank. <laughs> the kind of wank Paul and Radcliffe gets up in the middle of and takes a shit during <laughs> a big wank, basically. <laughs> Why did it take 40 minutes for anybody to interrupt him? <laughs> the thing is, by the looks of that pub, right, it looks a fucking right dive. I mean, not even like a fashionable dive, just oh, no. a dive where the barman washes out the blood and the teeth in the mornings. <laughs> So, for someone to do five lines of coke and then start jacking off in the garden, it's probably a fucking normal fucking event there. He was yeah. in the beer garden of Clit Hero Kate's on Mincing Lane. I think it's Clit Hero Kate's. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely. <genuinely. laughs> I just call it Clit Hero. It's called Clit Hero. Uh, it's it's, also it's spelled... definitely spelled Clit Hero. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't Clit Hero cake to the day on Mincing Lane? Mincing it's Lane. not called Mincing Lane. That can't be right. And people are constantly walking oh. past and that one person went, that bloke's having a wank. Hang got a minute. He has been working as a forklift driver for the last two years. <laughs> ben. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been visiting any family recently? <laughs> it was not me. <laughs> I can't last 40 minutes. Oh, man. You would on five lines of cocaine. Honestly, really? there'd be no end in sight either. It I, was don't just... know, I don't know if I could just whip it out in a beer garden and go for it. I mean, I'd need some kind of... Ex and I'd imagine the women in that pub aren't particularly good looking. There's <laughs> probably more fucking teeth than brain cells. <coughs> and there's not a lot of teeth. <laughs> oh, dear. 
Uh, not to insult our northern neighbours, but some of you have got terrible teeth. Alien horror. Ex-teacher says visitors came for her and her husband in Nightmare Encounter. Ooh. A retired teacher claims aliens were behind a bizarre encounter as the car she and her husband were travelling in mysteriously stopped in a busy road. Okay. <laughs> the engine cut out. Yeah. That's happened to me before. I've read this and it is awful. <laughs> Jean Bradley, 79, from Rugby, recalled the horror encounter on the A5. That's local. Yeah. Maybe. She and John, her husband, drove past Warwickshire's new inn when the engines cut out and ground to a standstill. Jean said, Loris continued hurtling past. We were terrified the car might be struck. I was crying out in fear. Right. So instead of calling the fucking sun, why don't you call the AA and move on? Then I noticed lights in the field next to our car. Okay. I initially assumed they belonged to a farmer working late, although I thought it unlikely. No farmers do work into the night. But the lights suddenly disappeared and the car began working again. She told her story, which happened on an undisclosed date, in her new book, People Must Know the Truth. <laughs> so, People Must Know the Truth based on her car cutting out on the motorway and then restarting. And seeing some bright lights and in the field. <laughs> which is probably a farmer working late. And they do tend to work late. They... Has she got a fucking book deal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two weeks in a row, two fucking lunatics in new stories. <laughs> Right, the next time my fucking van breaks down... <laughs> aliens! Obviously. Whoa. Where's my book deal? Who do I talk to? So you've got two choices. You cut, your van cuts out and you write an alien book. Yeah. Or you marry a dead pirate. Oh, well, I'll think about it. <laughs> but the thing is, she's 79. I Can you trust... It. Would you trust her in a court of law at 79 to give a witness statement? Mm. All she saw was some bright lights in the field. Well, that's what I'm saying. So your car breaks down, which happens. It fucking happens. There's nothing ghostly or weird or otherworldly about that. You happen to look to your left, and adjacent to where you broke down are some lights. So you then put two and two together and go, fucking aliens stopped the car. Of course it was. Why did they stop the car? They didn't even fucking adopt them or put anything up her bum. No, that's the story. Oh, my God. So she didn't even... Well, I'm sorry, it's not an alien encounter, this is not a proven... It's not, it's not a very thrilling book, is it? <laughs> <laughs> How long is this book? Well, people must know the truth! notes about the Terminator that she's going to write about that fucking... People must know the truth, that's what the book's called. <laughs> people must know about my schizophrenia and borderline personality disorder. And oncoming dementia. She's <laughs> 79. Dementia's never funny, except in this case. And the fact I'm still driving a Ford Cortina. <laughs> I missed that bit. Is she? No. Oh. <laughs> Fake news! She's 79, though. She might be. Uh, I love No, me. she's driving a little, a little Nissan Micra or something at that age. Uh, or, or, a, or a massive SUV she can't possibly handle. Oh, man. Okay, we've got one more bit of news. Man baffled every home doesn't have a poop knife after being forced to explain what it is for. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was standard kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush and your poop knife. <laughs> I've never had to cut a shit. <laughs> every family has its own little habits and traditions. What does he do with it? I presume he's cutting it. When we when we were when we're kids, they're all completely normal, and we don't know any different. But sometimes as we grow older, we find out that maybe they're not quite as normal as we thought. 
One man found himself in this situation and the topic of interest was rather bizarre. His family have always had a poop <laughs> knife, which they kept hung on a rail in the laundry room. Oh, he thought this was completely normal and just assumed everyone had one. Oh. But after an awkward exchange at a friend's house, he was shocked to find out that that isn't the case. Really? He writes, it's been a day or two between poops and over at my friend's house. I excuse myself and lay a gigantic turd and I'm reading the article. That's, that's <laughs> genuinely been printed in a British newspaper. I look down and see that it's a sideways one, so I crack the door and call out my friend. He arrives and I ask him for his poop knife. My what? He says. Your poop knife, I say. I need to use it, please. He says, what the... What, WTH is a poop knife. WTF. WTF. What the fuck? What the fuck's a poop knife? Obviously he has one, but maybe he calls it by a more delicate name. A fecal cleaver? <laughs> a dung divider? A guano glaive? <laughs> I explain what it is and why I want it. Unsurprisingly, the reaction wasn't quite <laughs> expected. He goes on, he starts giggling, then laughing, then lots of people start laughing. It turns out the music stopped and everyone heard my pleas through the door. It also turns out that none of them had poop knives. It was just my fucked up family with their fucked up bowels. <laughs> An FML scan. Yeah. Fuck my life. <laughs> but at what point do you lay one that regularly? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't. I've okay. never. I've never had one over to cut up. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and if you're doing that on a regular basis, you need a shit knife. Then are you going to read that because he explains what one would use a poop knife for. Thankfully, the anonymous gentleman also explained what one would use a poop knife for. He writes, My family poops big. Maybe it's genetic, maybe, our di maybe it's our diet. Everyone births giant logs of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that article. Yes. <laughs> so, but what does he do with it? Cut up the poo. In the, in the toilet. It oh, was an old God. rusty kitchen knife that hung on a nail in the laundry oh, room, oh, only to be no. used for that purpose. You want to prick no. your knife and prick your finger with that, dear? Oh, it was God. normal to walk through the hallway and have someone call out, hey, can you get me the poop knife? I thought it was standard kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush and your poop knife. <laughs> no. And it gets worse. It gets worse. No. Standing by his poop knife idea, the man now has, the, the man now has one in his home as an adult. After such an awkward exchange years before, you'd have thought he would explain the concept to his wife, but apparently not. Oh no, 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 no. He explained the party story to her one day and she was amused and horrified. Oh god. Shocking. He oh. says it turns out she did not know what a poop knife was oh, and had no. been using the old rusty knife oh, no. <laughs> and oh, no. as a basic utility knife. <laughs> Thankfully she didn't cook with it. We used it to open Amazon boxes. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be getting her own utility. Why do all my DVDs smell like shit? So glad. They it also didn't... had one very important question. Why wasn't it kept in the bathroom? He replied to the comments to clear things up. We only had one poop knife and the laundry room was central to all three bathrooms. I have no idea why we didn't have three poop knives. All I know is we didn't, we had the one. <laughs> Partly because my father was notoriously cheap about the weirdest things. So yes, we shared our poop knife. Uh. <laughs> they at least washed it off after. They must have washed it off at least. Well, you flush it in the loo, I guess. Yeah. yeah. What a story. <laughs> I have That's... never done a shit that needed... Cut it up. to go down and 
know, I've had some big movements <laughs> over the years, but jeez, Jesus, that's one you keep to yourself. Yeah. Poop knife. Well, if a, if a burger broke in and you stabbed him, though, and he got away. Well, that fucker's going to have a sepsis. That's what I mean, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's not going to have a good time of it. Might find out he's got a little festering wound going on after a <laughs> After my festering shit. <laughs> Imagine going to the doctor, going to the hospital, and I've been stabbed. And I, why is the shit in the wound? <laughs> what were you stabbed with? Like a knife? And they go round and they find out exactly what the poop knife is. So and they arrest the family for just being weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't care if he broke in your house. No one, and I do mean no one, needs he, a shit knife. Exactly. Oh. Oh, yeah. Dad, pass me the shit knife. You must have done a big one, son. <laughs> That's your third one this week. Oh, my oh he's a big no. boy. Change your fucking diet or something. Oh, oh, do they have notches on it like when they kill someone? <laughs> <laughs> Every time they come a big piece of shit. God, I hope they rinsed it well. Oh, yeah. And in the laundry room, you don't want anything that's been touching shit. Imagine the flies the... hanging around that in the summer. <laughs> they didn't clean it off properly. It wasn't cleaned the poop knife off properly. Oh, Who's is this? Oh. Who well. last used it? <laughs> it's horrifying. Oh. All right, what's it? We'll just do one more. That's it. I've got, got anything else or is that it? Is that the news this week? <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed the news this week, listeners. That was brilliant. Horrific, but brilliant. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, um... Where are we up to in the film? We are 1 minute 17 in, and what's actually happening is uh, they're at the... the truck stuff. Um, truck stuff. Arnie is now going to have a bit of a philosophical discussion with John. Oh, no. About, is it in their nature to kill themselves? Yes. Uh, to kill each other, sorry. Not kill themselves. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, I guess. Happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, but it, it doesn't have to. to be, I don't think, though. Of course, it doesn't. I've managed not to kill anyone. Hate is not. I've just about managed <laughs> to kill people. You're not born with hate, hate is learned. Did you? Oh. Isn't yeah. It, isn't it? You get to hate other people. But I'll guarantee you, if you stuck a load of babies on an island, by like age of eight, they'd split into two tribes who are constantly fighting. Well. Um, that's the theory. But wouldn't there be I members? Think, I don't think it's true. But wouldn't there be members true. within that tribe? Who are just like, nah, it's not for me. If you look at little kids, they want to share. All they want to mm. do, you know, is share their, their toys. Little kids. Proper little kids. Um, I've done tests on it, I've seen it. Well, yeah, it's well, okay. I'll go with it, but I, I think we're, we're self-destructive by nature, which I think is actually the point of this entire series of films, is that we'll always be... the question, isn't it, yeah, that it puts... Yeah. It's taken two really good films and four average sequels, average to crap sequels to get to that point. <laughs> you just sum that up. Well, we, you know, Skynet didn't create itself, did it? No, we, we did. We want, for some, these, we get to that point. I mean, we're, we're gonna, I suppose we're going to come to this. I suppose it's a good lead-in to, to Skynet. We're definitely going to come to this point. Though, um, yeah. Do you think we'd, we'd hand over all control of our most powerful weapons to something that couldn't, would make a logical, cold decision like that? Would it take control? Would it take control? Or and also, give would it, it control? Or would it? It's well, two different I think we actually don't. It? We give it control. We ha- yeah, we do. We hand over 
all the loan sequences for the nuclear arsenal to Skynet. Well, the, the America does, and it yeah. then decides that we're the biggest threat to Skynet because it's, it's yeah. become alive. It's become conscious. Yeah, in the first episode, in the first episode, the first film, Carl Reese says they decided our fate in a microsecond. Yeah, no, we're the biggest threat. Yeah, to the planet and each other. So we're gonna basically wipe them out. So they're not a threat, and they're threat to us because we're now. So do you think we'd mm. ever give? Um, at what point would a general chairman go, ah, no, hand it over to the robot, hand it over to the computer? Well, I'll get into that later because uh, autonomous killing machines and the giving them the kill. Giving this is a problem, yeah. uh, just something to So at the moment, with, any attacking it? weapons we have, yeah. man always pulls the trigger. Yeah. Not defensive. Some defensive are uh, robotic. Ah, so, we've got, so you mean we've got sentry turrets aliens? Yeah, the, the US Phalanx C-I-W-S. Uh, oh, is that the Gatling gun? The radar-guided gun to defend the ships. Yeah, we've got them. We call it Goalkeeper, which That's I think is a better name. That, that, can, that can perform its own kill command. Yeah, because it shoots anything missile. The Iron Dome can. Yeah, yeah. All these are destroying missiles, though. Yeah, so it's not, not, not people. Quite. Although, uh, there are tanks now. Uh, the Russian Arena. Right. The Israeli Trophy and the German uh, AMAPDS. Alright. Yeah, they've got autonomous firing weapons and they've got the kill command. But they would only be programmed to fire at stuff that, I mean, like... Incoming missiles. Oh, so they don't, those are tanks? Yeah. They're not firing at other tanks? I don't know about the tanks. Because when I, I, I did tank gunnery and I mm. had to learn, literally, parrot fashion, every silhouette of every fucking armoured vehicle out there. So if, if you could hand that over to a computer and say, me the man I was, I'll take that. Because it was fucking boring. Mm. But... But this essential, is, nonetheless. This is the problem they have, though, isn't it? Of uh, is a frontline robo soldier machine. Is yeah. it going to make the distinction between a small refugee child running towards it? Well, in theory, you'd think it would. It would because mm. it would, surely it would only shoot if they were armed. But that's the it discussion. Depends the do we, it depends do, on the intelligence. on the intelligence of the machine. It would, do we, to, it would it, have to. We haven't it. reached that point yet where it could. Decipher between friend or foe, or a threat level. No, so that's what. That's the. Is that the only reason though why we haven't given it the kill command? Yeah, yeah, probably. If it could do that, would we give it it? Probably. It's probably. It's probably yeah. inevitable. Yeah, of course, it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, that's why, why I think this shit is going to happen. So why why send yeah because basically why send humans which uh, people get annoyed about when they die when you can send machines to do the same thing? Well, I can't believe it didn't cross my mind when we were actually watching the but the opening scene with the hunter killers the flying hunter killers, well they they're just drones. Yeah, we yeah, have that. Yeah, we have that. We'll, we'll, there's just a man controlling it, but it is still essentially. You know, if it came online and became sentient, I don't know, in a lightning strike. Well, yeah. the US government were developing something called the Energetically Autonomous Tactical Robot. It's a robot vehicle that can forage for biomass to fuel itself. Fucking hell! Using vegetable and chicken fat and can theoretically operate indefinitely. So that was it, That's that was in the works as a cancelled project. That they were Allegedly cancelled project. No, well, it's in Wikipedia. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, you, you say, we've, oh, yeah, we're developing something like that, and everyone goes, ha, ha, that's impossible, and then you actually crack it, and you say, oh, yeah, we cancelled it, so you've got it in secret then. Well, maybe. And in, since 2005, there's uh, been swords, have you heard of them, man? No. Uh, in, in Iraq, employed in Iraq. Special Weapons Observation Reconnaissance Detection System. Oh, wow. 
It's like a small sort of mini tank that is uh, operated remotely. Oh, I'm, I've seen what you're on about. I yeah. wasn't aware of that name. Yeah. Yeah, and they've got. Uh, you'll know about the weapons on it. M16 rifle. Yeah, which we're going to see shortly in the film. Actually. 5.56 millimeter saw M249. Yeah, that's like a machine gun version, a light support weapon. 7.262 millimeter M20. 240 machine gun. That's a general purpose machine gun, yeah. 50 cal M82 Barrett rifle. Oh. And a six barreled 40mm grenade launcher. That Beretta rifle you just mm. mentioned, that's a sniper rifle. So you've got, you've got robots calculating sniper shots. Yeah. So oh. they'll be better than a human box. It's been included in Iraq since 2005. Wow. That's really impressive. So what do you think of that, Gaz? Well, I hope, like I said, I hope one doesn't become fucking. Get struck by lightning and become sentient because that's what happened to Johnny Five. Yeah, yeah, he was a military robot, wasn't well, yeah. he? And all that happened was he was struck by lightning and then, um, you know, he became sentient. Um, I just enjoyed that scene where uh, Arnold lifts the baby up and holds it up to his face oh, yeah. and has a study of it because I wonder what the Terminator's thinking at that point. Like, oh, I've never yeah. actually seen one of these. Yeah, I suppose he hasn't, has he? Yeah. Ah, um, uh, here you go. You this. Bit like pornography for you, Ben, isn't it? The old guns. Oh yes, there's a lot of guns here. I tell you something. The sound of this movie, this, this we talked about last week uh, in the first part. Um, the sound effects, the soundtrack to this movie is just as iconic to me as the visuals. This rocket launcher he's just picked up now. The sound that chunk of the uh, grenade launcher. Mm. That is it, an M40 grenade launcher. That's the uh, bloop gun, as that, you used to call it. Oh, right. Well, that's... Yeah, you see it in Vietnam because when it fires, yeah. it makes a... That's bloop. what it was called. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. awesome. That's why, I just, that's why it, that sound effect so M7, is stuck M79 in there. M79 grenade launcher, sorry, is that version of it, the bloop. Um, but yeah, and there's a lot of um, AK-47s and 74s. The 74s are uh, a, more, a smaller calibre than the, the famous 47, which... Uh, is there more of them produced than the... Oh, man, there's like one of them for every ten people on the planet or something daft like that. An AK-47. It's so influential. It's uh, yeah. It's your freedom fighter gun. It's your Soviet gun. It's got that curved mag. It's, like, it's on national flags. Yeah. It's... Um, Children are named Kalesh in its, in its, in its honour. Kaleshnikov. I'll mention something about Kaleshnikovs later. Oh, right. So it's weird that Sarah kind of uses an M16 or an, M an M15 version variant of it, and but yet yeah, there's a stack of AK-47s for the revolution. Yeah. But she's using a good old American gun. She's a good old American gal. And of course, then we find the minigun. Who doesn't love the minigun? Oh, it's, it's <laughs> wonderful. Oh. And all his little smirk. Yeah. It does. Really it's, suits you, said it's, Joe. It's. It is laughably called handheld. It's a handheld M134, but usually them kind of things are mounted on choppers yeah. and tanks and stuff. Well, how hard was Blaine if he fucking had one in Predator? Oh, then that mm. thing, uh, Mike, that's like the size of... That would tear your arms <laughs> off if you fired it. I mean, I know Jesse Ventura's pretty strong. Mm. And he's obviously a former Navy. He's so realistic. I am saying that firing that kind of minigun. Because I always wanted to be, I always wanted to be fucking playing with that gun. I mean, they call this handheld, but um, only. I think the point of it is that a Terminator could fire it handheld, would you, would and, and we couldn't. Would you say there's some uh, fetishization of uh, of guns going oh, on here? Um, I'm sure James Cameron. He's a bit of a 
Well, he's a weird one, James Cameron, isn't he, the director? Because he's, a, he's quite a liberal dude, I think, isn't he? Or is he not? But he's also... I think most people in Hollywood are generally... Yeah. And sex also, offenders. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they're fucking everywhere. Allegedly. And isn't he also a bit of a good old boy? You know, I can imagine him being very much into his guns and supporting the military, possibly. I don't know. I could be chatting completely out of my arse. I wouldn't like to say, Gaz. Um, I know he's been to the bottom of the sea. He has, several times. Under the sea. <laughs> Let's not break into Disney, Mike. <laughs> I've seen Sober Simpson, to be fair. Oh, right. I got for that. I thought you seen The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I want to live under the sea. Oh, <laughs> it will never got... happen. Not with that attitude, he won't. <laughs> John's, uh, John's building his um, father-son he, he, he relationship. He does look a moment. lot younger in the desert scene now, and he does look a lot younger here than he mm. does in the earlier on in the film. Would you agree? I do. Now that you mention it. Um, yeah, this is the... This is getting close to Sarah's uh, speech that we read out in the second part where, uh, in the first part where she realises that um, the Terminator would be the best fucking guardian father figure that John could have. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that's because um, in this uh, postmodern world, quote, idealism, altruism, diversity, virtue, art, indeed our very humanity will be replaced by consumerism. So this cold robot machine mm. is a better option than any modern man in this world, this oh. fictional world, let's say, or if the Terminator was real. Man, it's like the ghost sex thing over again. Now it's robot sex. Uh, no, I, I, Do you don't, think she'd marry the Terminator? I don't think she's thinking on, of that. Do you think he's got a robotic penis? No, he, he probably has. That's a, the gimp bot. <laughs> he probably has <laughs> a thinking of. Uh, fleshy penis, I don't know, I guess with a... That's the uh, adult adult spoof version. <laughs> I'll guarantee you there's been a porn version. It's called the Sperminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite possibly. Can I get the king of Can I get the crown? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's um, actually it's, it's it's a weird dynamic you got between the two characters because if I had my own Terminator and I was thirteen, I'd be fucking making it do stupid stuff, give the finger to people and then hit them. Mm. Well, it's like a depressing uh, quote about sort of modern man and why, you know, we might end up in the apocalypse and why, the, the, why the Terminator might be the best father. <laughs> we, are the, we are the boys in the apocalypse, in the, so if we can all end up with the well, Terminator dad. This the... is from uh, some philosopher, I only know his second name, Fukuyama. He was from quite a long time ago, apparently. Um, modern man is the last man. He has been jaded by the experience of history and disabused the possibility of direct experience of values. Therefore, his sole concern is with his own personal health and safety. He knows better than to risk his life for a cause. Basically, we're all selfish. Mm-hmm. Selfish, consumerist, capitalist. That's the society we live in. Little tossers. And that's why the Terminator's a better dad than any of us in this if room you go to, be. If you go, to, if you go uh, to certain tribes of the Amazon and that, I mean, they live completely egalitarian societies. Mm. Everybody's equal. Well, that's how it used to yes, be. Yes, Mike, in, uh, but they haven't got the internet. <laughs> well, that's how it used to be in a, a Native American. Yeah, man. You're not supposed to call that like First Nation. Fucking, I don't know what the PC. Native American isn't the right thing to say anymore. I don't think. We'll just go with it. It's changed. I don't think I take too much offence. I'm sure it's First Nation now. Yeah, but, but I'm a professional broadcaster. I want to be, you know, and I don't upset the SJWs who've never met 
a First Nation person <laughs> and are obviously very upset on their behalf. Um, Sarah's oh, about to have a nightmare now. Uh, and we, she's done some carving, some little bit of a graffiti yeah. on the bench, which I hope that the uh, owners of that place aren't uh, pissed about too much. Uh, this this is absolutely amazing, this effect. We talked about this in part one, but Stan Winston, model work. Yeah, research. two days between sets. What an image of the freaking flesh coming off and the skeleton still yeah. hanging. Yeah, this creeped me out, this did. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever seen a nuclear explosion before this. No, that I can remember. This is one of the first 18 films that I watched. Yeah. yeah. Um... It was about robots. Robocop and this were the two. I didn't watch horrors. I couldn't. I, I this used, was gory enough for me. I used to watch a lot of military history documentaries, so I had seen nuclear bombs going off. <laughs> for reals. But not what they did to people. No. Uh, and do you know that the Americans dropped the equivalent of a bomb a day for 50 years in the Marshall Islands? Wow. And one nuclear bomb a day, 50 years. And I think surprise, surprise, everyone's got. Fucking radiation poisoning. No. Cancers now. I mean, look at it. It's fucking horrific. It's genuinely horrific. Yeah, sets on fire. Yeah, you, anyone, moving. You know, anyone that thinks that having a nuclear war with North Korea and vice versa in North Korea, having a nuclear war with everyone else. What's the show end? Them this. It's the end of yeah. life. Show them this because it's fucking terrifying. You haven't even got a chance. Even after oh. this, man, it'll just block the sun out for years. Yeah. The dust cloud, that's amazing. Uh, the plants will die, anything anything bigger than a shrew will perish. And the bodies... Oh. They just, they've been, been, been like calcified instantly and then they mm. just shatter the heat, just literally blasted the skin from their bones and it's uh, like, fucking hell! I just think we're part of the race that did this to somebody twice. Yeah. Not in my name. <laughs> Not in my name. Um, but yeah, that's a genuinely disturbing... Um, sequence that is such amazing filmmaking yeah how it escalates but you know it's not bad enough that it, it she's on fire moving like you can actually see someone moving on fire then the flesh comes off then it's a skeleton then ah and she sees that message she's carved yeah. no fate uh, for what you make the full quote as john will tell the terminator in a minute is the future's not set there's no fate but what we make for ourselves and now she's got a spec ops gear on and she's heading out. So again, that's one of the major themes of this. Uh, that people like to uh, navel-gaze over is the idea of free will and determinism. Yeah. Uh, the future is only what you make it, that it's not... So I guess that's saying that there's no destiny then, no fate, no destiny, mm -hmm. same thing. Yeah, I, I prefer uh, to think of that I'm in charge of everything I do rather than it's being planned out. Unless we're living in a simulation... Mm. I and like then, the idea of a destiny though. As long as it's a, a simulation, good one. Then, then our programs have already been written. Mm. Oh man, imagine doing that job. Uh, shit one for him. <laughs> oh, that one, he can have a good well, one. Well, if it's a super AI, it'd do it instantly, wouldn't it? And maybe take. Well, yeah, well, it would take a super AI to run so what, a simulation. So, oh, then, Mike, so let's say universe. that doing, um, doing DMT or ayahuasca is like putting in a cheat code. Mm. I told no, you about, that's a pretty nice way to think yeah. of it. That could be awesome. Breaking you out the matrix. When you get when you have the rainforest, Mike, bring it back <laughs> for us. When the, when the funding's there, I'll go. You're going to get killed by an Amazonian tribe within literally days. I don't care. As long as I do it, and I'll find the secret of life, and I'm all right. <laughs> we're going to set up a... Um, we're going to set up a Patreon 
just to specifically fund the taking of the most powerful hallucinogenic <laughs> known to man. Um, I'm going to take, think... take babies. I'm going to go there and just spring the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> bring it on, bitches. I don't think it's the sort of drug you take and then That's go for a dance, mate. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to be in the fetal position. Yeah. Give it extremely here. long time. I'm going to take here. Just spring the whole ball. <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> in one episode. Two weeks later, you just caught the jungle naked. <laughs> I can't remember what episode it was, but you said you had... <laughs> it was funny as fuck. Glaucoma of the third eye. <laughs> yeah. That made me laugh so hard. So this, mate, is going to be like taking an ice scraper to your third eye. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's too real. <laughs> Ayahuasca isn't fun. It shows you oh, apparently yeah. the absolute horrific truth, but it, it, ultimately that's a rewarding experience, but yeah. it's not necessarily No, it's the only experience, isn't it? It's the after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has anyone you, ever told anyone what that is? Because we could just say ourselves a lot of hassle if we just kind of knew. Do you oh, mean? Well, well, like, someone told said their experience. Uh, they oh, I've heard a lot of course, people's experiences. Of course, I've, I've, I've read but, um, articles. Was... All right, so go on, give me a couple, because I'm, I'm not convinced that it's going to... Well, what happened? The guys might know more. Could we put a pin in it just before I get into it, though? Sorry, guys. should have went when you went. Yeah, man. So, we're back. We're back. Um, yeah, it's ayahuasca. Basically, um... Not necessarily, don't think of seeing awesome, like, oh, I'm tripping out, man. I saw a unicorn swinging from a tree. It's like um, shapes, patterns, and things I've heard described, but also a sense of what's wrong with you, what you're doing wrong in your life. Yeah, like, makes you examine your life. Yeah, it? in quite a way that might not be comfortable at all for you and make you like that sounds horrific yeah it is yeah, but it's pushing through it's pushing through mental barriers yeah, but then ultimately that's rewarding in the long yeah. run of your life it's showing you exactly what's going wrong uh not just in you in in the world as well i heard one guy who's done it a few times describing he saw like mother earth as a human body but like um like her skin was on fire and there was like oil Fuck pissing out of her paws and things. Oh, fucking and, hell, that's horrific. Um, yeah, and like, um, you just saw what we as humans are doing to the earth. There's some I've people... I've seen ones talk- where they're, they're talking to people, aren't they? Like, like mm. reptilian women and yeah, sort of like uh, alien beings sort of thing. And- I've heard people describing like feeling a connection into sort of the multiverse, being, are you seen into other dimensions? Are you, I've also heard people describe... Seeing things in purely mathematical energy forms, so like everything's equations and like. Wow, those are the Matrix code. Uh, yeah, beings of light who give you a sort of wisdom you can't put into words, but that you can feel. Okay. But yeah, it's heavy fucking. It's not, you know, it's not. Hey, pass the spliff on at the party. Have a toke on that, dude. It's it's a life changing event, I think, uh, as I understand. So one day, one day, maybe we'll record. Our experiences, but let's get back to um, what I came here to do. Miles Dyson. She's already fluffed the sniper shot because of the the, uh, Miles Dyson son's uh, timely intervention with the remote control car. Yeah, and now look at her all dressed up like the Terminator. She's as wounded him though. He's he's jerking around like a like a caught fish. (laughs) Shoulder wound. This guy Miles Dyson. He's uh, Cyborg's dad in the new Justice League. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Please see him back. Probably my favourite part of the film. <laughs> really? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I meant to, um, but I never got round to going to see it. 
Um, no, not that bad, but not just. It wasn't basically DC's because it wanted DC wanted it to be the Avengers, didn't they? Basically, mm. it was big as that. And well, it is basically Avengers. It's the same story. They're all chasing a cube. And I had this horrible realization when I was watching it. Um, they're chasing this cube, which is all powerful oh, and can sorry, do anything. Spoilers. Um, oh yeah, sorry, Justice League. Well, that's the plot. They're chasing yeah. a fucking cube, and I just had this really sobering moment on the sofa. Um, and I was like, not that I was watching an illegal stream. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, every major Hollywood movie is exactly the fucking same. It's exactly the same yeah. story, just different. I was like, we're all just chasing a thing, and yeah. McGuffin, it's called in script writing talk. But um, yeah, we're, it's oh, we chase this all powerful box which this guy wants because he wants to destroy the world. Why does he want to destroy the world? Oh, that's not important. Look how cool it is while we stop him. Yeah, true. Uh, and I was like, the Transformers are chasing cubes, the Avengers yeah. are chasing cubes, yeah. fucking everyone's chasing a cube. But yeah, if you're a bad guy out there, stop putting power into cubes. Energon cubes go with Energon yeah. cubes, Christ. Well, that ties into the Illuminati, doesn't it? They, they think the cube is sort of a representation of Satan and. Oh, fucking hell, everything represents. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Satan, it's always getting a bad rap. Oh man. So, What's he ever done for you? What's he ever done to you, eh? Uh, <laughs> so, in, in movie land, in the movie timeline now, John has uh, caught up with his mum, kind of made her see. It's quite a pivotal moment here where she's being reminded of her humanity, really. Yeah. Uh, by the fact that her fucking 13 year old was turned up to say, hey, don't shoot that guy in the head yeah. in front of his children. That would make you a bad person. You'll yeah. probably go back to that hospital. Yes. Um, or get the chair, depending on what state it's in. You could argue yeah. John is like super conscious in a way. Mm. I mean, he's so empathetic and he he understands the whole, you know, uh, protecting the human life. And yeah. At such a young age. He understands the value of human life, which is what he passes on to the Terminator. But now this is a nice little turnaround. The Terminator's using his detailed human anatomy files to actually keep somebody alive yeah it's nice uh, it's a nice change I wonder if that's the first time a Terminator's mm. done that uh, I can't see them saving people in the future unless they're important unless they wounded them to sort of interrogate them mm. they would know how to keep you alive for that mm. wouldn't they what a scene now Arnie is removing the skin from his forearm and his hand he's not going to grow back that amount of skin no he's, he's basically Luke anything. Skywalker now with robo hand oh man he's got to wear a glove all the time <laughs> Literally does. <laughs> That's such an epic scene. Yeah. And they acted their reactions. It's, Look at the gore. I love all that. Yeah. The sinew and the gore hanging off the, the robotic arm. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. And even that, that's really good craftsmanship and puppetry and... Uh, Proper shatters their illusion. Of course oh, it does. Yeah, imagine that. And one. then you've got this, you know, undeniable proof that the this Terminator, where you got that thing from, she... That's that's what that's the road you're going down. Yeah. If you can't, this is what's going to happen. You're responsible yeah. for the deaths of three billion humans. Yeah. <laughs> it's not every day. There you you find, go. She literally says, "Not every day you find out, you know, you're responsible for the deaths of three billion people." But yeah, it would be how visceral that would be to the character Miles Davis, um, yeah. Dyson. Sorry, um, he's been looking at that severed arm that he's been working on yeah, for years. He's, he's thinking of doing it for good though because he's like, imagine a, a, an airplane pilot that doesn't get drunk or tired, imagine yeah. a surgeon that can't make mistakes. He's trying to do it for the good of us and the of military could have taken that research and gone, ah, you know what? Of course. So yeah. by what I mean is seeing that arm every day working on it and then seeing Arnold rip the flesh off and having yeah. it... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ben says it's important though as well because yeah. um, it, it depends on then what is the input. 
you know, if we control the AI and, and, and program it to do good things, yeah, like he wants, and that's okay, isn't it? Yeah, if you've got airplanes that won't crash because of pilot error, or you've got surgeons that can never fuck up and well, nick an artery during complex heart surgery and have you bleed out on the table. It's the difference if between they... Elon Musk and someone like Donald Trump, isn't it? Yeah. This geezer's Elon Musk, he's humanitarian, he yeah. wants to use his technology to better our lives and not necessarily or make money at the same time, I guess, but... He's still, not he's still the evil money. capitalism, eh, Mike? Yeah, yeah. But the military's... What technology, you know... But does, uh, does intelligence uh, inevitably result in, like, in moral wisdom? Would it, you know, would it be able to choose between good and evil? And no, it's in the most I logical know, decision. But back to the... the but, just before we go into that, yeah. Miles Dyson though, it's I think I'm sure we said this in the uh, in the DARPA episode. Go back and listen. Um, that are they developing exoskeletons um, and exosuits um, so that disabled children can play football? Yeah. No. Or to look for earthquake survivors yeah. in the rubble so you can lift massive suits. Fuckers of... like we, we all three of us know they're not. It's it's no, gonna be day after with. tomorrow. Gatling guns yeah. raised on your shoulder. Yeah, but who's in charge of America, man? Who runs America? The military-industrial complex. Yeah. So the, that's what they're going to do. Well, no one's running America technically because they're well, on government strike and they're on government shutdown at the moment. So no one's running America. Trump's having a game of golf, I assume. Probably. Sarah looks very nice with her hair down now. She's gone all less killy. I like her when she's looking a bit more soft. <laughs> Is that sexist of me? I think it's sexist to be attracted to a woman now. Hmm. No, not really. I'm, I'm doing shit jokes. Um, uh, for a second there, I thought you were actually being serious. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some people that say it is. Uh, Black Highway at night. Yeah. That's an important image mm. in this film. It signifies the unknown future, doesn't it? Of course. Sadly, though, it does lead to, at this point, the highway leads to the... Is that a crossroads? Cyberdyne systems. Cyberdyne systems, the highway leads to a crossroads, so we, we, we're turning off the uh, metaphorical path here. We're going on a new tangent. Mm. Oh, yeah, good, good point, Ben. See, I can philosophise. Well, you'd like a nice quote about the future. Go on, then. No, it's not really about the future. Uh, some philosopher geezer called Norman Denzin says that... God, he says uh, boring. In a constant dialectic, the future informs the present, the past defines the future, and the present reasserts its force over both the past and the future. Great. I'm not sure what that means. No. Mm. In a constant dialectic... Oh, everything informs each other. We've been... In it's a cyclical process, though. Yeah, like the past... Because the, the black highway at night in this film is representing... The, the point of this film, or one of the themes where they're saying, there is no fate but what you make. Yeah. I think that quote is saying that that's kind of horseshit because the past informs what you're doing now. I don't get the bit, how can future events affect the present because they haven't happened yet, unless they're programmed uh, in the simulation. He's or quantum entanglement. <laughs> he's got a black turtleneck on, he's wearing a beret and he's drinking cheap wine. Probably having sex with an incredibly beautiful woman, several beautiful women. Oh, uh, you so, know the type. Or oh, oh, a group of um, young boys. <laughs> I know the type. Yeah, I know he's philosophers. Allegedly. Ponsing down Mincing Lane. Ponsing down Mincing Lane. <laughs> doing five lines of coke and having a 40 minute stab on a bank <laughs> in the beer garden. Yeah, I know the type. I think this dude's probably more a £65,000 a year 
You know what I hated about that quote? Um, is he said dialectic straight away, and I thought, that's a fucking daft word. It immediately <laughs> turned me off to the quote. But I, I don't, I, I still, I'm still none the wiser to understanding it. That's the quote's fault. Yeah, I'm blaming that that's guy. That's language's What's his name? fault. It's the fault of language. <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, Norman Denzel. Yeah, he's called Norman. He fucking body spots trains. <laughs> <laughs> he wears an anorak and he goes and looks at the numbers of trains at the weekend and gets excited. Alright, so the film. They have gone into Cyberdyne and um, they're going to blow up that arm. They're going to destroy the arm and the computer chip and all of Dyson's research. I don't think. Would that set it back? You can guarantee that someone's got a copy of it somewhere. It might take a bit longer to do, but. Yeah, whereas they took the chip in the arm. It's a paradox, it doesn't make any sense because how if they wipe out Skynet, it never exists, how does it send the Terminator back in the first place? How does the arm get there in the first place? Yeah, because well, it, it's on one because line. It doesn't matter, eventually we'll get to that point again. Won't we? Just just through technology. Oh, you mean it so, might not be Skynet, it might be something else. Yeah, so I mean it would it, so they get in there and they destroy the arm and they destroy the computer chip mm -hmm. and all the research is gone. That's it, yeah. But I'll guarantee you that someone's got a copy of it somewhere in some military well, database. Not only act. that, not only that, you've got other countries researching AI, yeah. other companies. Yeah, so second of all, you just end up with the same thing but maybe in another uh, it, all they might have done is delay it for twenty years. Yeah, it might spring up in Denmark, for example. Yeah. The Danes might unleash it or the Chinese or whatever? Probably some more so like the Chinese, the Russians, because America's obviously been put back here, haven't they? Mm. Oh, Trump would be fuming. So uh, in China, some, it's somebody called Ming Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the bit the T2 comes back now. We haven't seen him for a while, have we? The T1000, yeah. Sporting a biker look in this, almost the good version of Arnie, he's a police biker. Yeah, good point, yeah. So, he's, uh, yeah, he's just so, he's, he's, he's seen over the, the wreckage, isn't he, of the, of the shooting at the Dyson place. I think I noticed a, a movie mistake there. In the reflection. I think I saw somebody's face in the reflection of his, uh, of his mirrored sunglasses. Oh, it's bit great when the police turn up. Yeah, and it's one yeah. of the best shootouts. Uh, Arnie looks like he's enjoying himself with that axe, smashing yeah. all them records. He's a big dude. Yeah. And there's this, the I mean, the thing is the size of the processor that they've got there is just it's a scaled up version of the one that's inside Arnie's head. Mm -hmm. That's the the stage they're at. That is that big at that yeah. point. Okay. So in 20 years' time, when Arnie's ilk are being unleashed against what's left of humanity, Skynet's got that to something that fits in, yeah, in a guy's head. Yeah, you've got to think about Moore's Law. Of course. Moore's Law is where um, transistors in computer chips, um, the amount doubles every two years. Mm. So they get half as small every two years. Yeah, the Sod's Law is that one year it'll stuff and... Yeah, well, they'll turn on us. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the pro that's the problem, isn't it? When it is. become self-aware. I'm watching the film, so I need to turn away. So when do they become self-aware? Well, when we give them all the decisions and they we pump enough data at, we pump enough RAM at it. It's funny that 
you know, if, if, sure, the more processing power it's got, the more it's got the more power it can think about things with. So that's when it's probably become self-aware. Well, yeah, of course it is. A bigger brain, won't it? Yeah. And every two years, that brains get doubling in size, effectively. Wow. So yeah, twice as powerful every two years. So I don't know if you if you look. Still, it, never be as powerful as our brain. <coughs> It will never have the computing power to do something as complex as play basketball. Ah, yet. An elite I bet the Arnie can Moore's play. Law says it will. Yeah. It'll never have it. It'll never have the, the nuance, the human element required to do some of the things we do. But at the moment, they can beat us at that uh, chess. Chinese chess, that Chinese yeah, that's cerebral. You get that fucking Asimov thing or that Amy bitch that went to the fucking uh, EU or where You know I'm on about, UN. Um, what, get her to play a skill game with me. Not chess, she'll wipe the floor with me. A skill game. Play horse with a football yeah, against the wall. Yeah, but think how far we come, guys. fucking thrash her. Think how far we come. <laughs> thrash the shit out of table tennis. I'll fucking thrape her. Yeah, I'm trying to say in 20 years' time we won't have it. Yeah. What about in 20 years' time? <laughs> yeah, now. But would you be... No, we can't do it Would now. you be an Arnie... You wouldn't be an Arnie robot at table tennis because he would just be... He'd be good at table that, tennis. Target yeah, that yeah, ball yeah. every time and just... Be table empty. tennis would be good. But something complex like basketball, um, ice skating, would he have the fucking the computer yeah, power he, he can required stand. to balance? All right, so let's say you run down the court and he doesn't tackle you and you score a two-pointer, which is inside the area, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So where does that start from for him? Does he start back in the centre circle? At the back of the court. Back yeah, of the court. You he could just use his targeting thing to just yeah. launch it down the Three court. Point Three-pointer every time. <laughs> you got a point, he though? Because he, can tar- yeah, cause he, he can't can. miss. No, he can target a gun, but then judging the weight and the... Can he feel the air? That Can he... Yeah, all, 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 in this all, film, he's shooting... Oh, the minigun's out! The minigun's out! He's shooting a load of cops and doesn't kill any of them, guys. I'm sure he can uh, navigate a basketball hoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in the way he runs. <coughs> the Terminator? Yeah. The T-800. Yeah, you're saying he could stand on the, the, the backcourt line... And throw a ball in so that I'm, way. I'm watching the minigun going to work. He's going to play by the rules of the game. That's you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So he's going of to be. Of course, you can do that. You can just stand there and do a three-point. You, you couldn't yeah. know. You can pass the ball in play. If somebody scored against you, well, someone comes on and passes the ball to him. It's you versus him. <laughs> let's just say. Let's remember that I did play basketball at a fairly high level. Go on, then you know more <laughs> than we do. Played for England. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, you know um, more than we do then. Team scores against you. I got this one here, don't uh, You step out of bounds and pass the ball inbounds. If the Terminator was the one you were passing it inbounds to, of course he could turn around and just launch a three point shot from there, but he can't stand at the back line and throw it in. Well, either way, he's but, outside the three point mark, so it's a three pointer. I'm just. My point is, I don't care how good of a marksman he is, he's not going to be as agile on his feet, as balanced, as nuanced as a fucking high-end elite basketball player like Michael Jordan or somebody would piss all over him. But humans can become unbalanced, whereas he can't physically because his, com- his processor is compensating his every step. He can't become unbalanced like that. He can't be pushed over. He, c- he, can't, he couldn't be pushed over. The, the servos in his legs would just lock. I think that's bollocks. Yeah, they would. We see it be a compl- it's knocked over in yeah, the Yeah, by the Terminator, by the other Terminator, but a human yeah. wouldn't be able to knock him over. He'd just be solid. He'd be also a rugby, wouldn't he? He would. <laughs> He'd want to be just win because he would literally just push their entire scrum line back. He'd be good at rugby, but my fucking point was back to it. The AI thing is. You might be. I just times. don't think they've got. I just. There's something. 
there's something human that just the fucking why is it so hard for them to get robots to walk like humans? They still struggle with that. Well, no, there's machines now that, that don't. To go to run up and down stairs. Yeah. Piece of piss. Yeah, just they like got this that. picture of him. He's walking the snow. And how much equipment hitting, is this? He's hitting the stuff. robot with a broom, and it's skidding in the snow and staying upright and walking. But what it film is it? What, oh. What's it look? Is it a bipedal upright yeah. thing like you and me? Yeah, it's fucking scary, mate. And how expensive is and it? Up how and down much? stairs. Well, it's billions of pounds. It's. It's DARPA, yeah. isn't it? It's DARPA research. Yeah, well, at least the Japanese... Honda are quite big into that as well, aren't they, with robotics? I mean, they got the one that can dance, and that was quite basic. That's quite basic compared to what Mike was on about. It'll never... That's dance, doesn't it? It'll You've never be able to fucking dance like do the, the robot. best dancer in the world. <laughs> no. Don't do the robot. I'm sorry. It's just very comedic, but I refuse to believe that... There's a human fucking element that they'll never be able to mimic with fucking processing power. But if it yeah, comes, it'll be the the will to succeed. It won't be human, though, will it, Gaz? It'll, if it get, comes into its own intelligence, it'll be its own thing. Yeah, but so, we would have that will to succeed because that machine still hasn't got free will. It's also com complications. It's all com computations. It'll be shit at heart. Would it have free will? Would it, would it have that human will to succeed? Would it be able to make something like this that we're watching now? That's the debate, isn't it? That's, like, that's, that's the... Will it create something like this? That's well, that's, that's, that's the fear. That is the fear. What, that they're going to go into Hollywood and stuff? Make no, that we're really going to... We're actually going to create Skynet. We actually are going to create Skynet. That's the fear. We already have Google. It just doesn't fire missiles Exactly, yet. when it can. <laughs> Oh, what if we get the Google Defence Force around the Earth? Like solar, what if solar wars powered by Google? There's a thought. I refuse. All right, they might be physically superior to us, but I'm not. I'm never gonna. But you'd never miss there, the basket. There's a human element that is always going to be superior to them. Well, that's also the point, isn't it? It's the will to survive that they don't have. Not even about surviving, just about just. There's some, we've got a soul. Well, that's not been proven, to be fair. Yeah. It feels like we've got one, though, doesn't it? Yeah. That's the poet in you coming out well, there. We like to tell ourselves that we have. Yeah. I'm not too concerned. I don't know. I just... I don't care how good they get at stuff. They're not human. But no, I, think... I still would like my own Arnold, my own Terminator. Oh, damn right. We're, we're oh, doing... here's the death scene I was on about earlier. Yeah, and last week's episode was uh, Mars Dyson's death scene. He just told everyone to leave as well, which is quite nice of him. Yeah. If he was feeling particularly vindictive, you could, could chat to him for a little minute. Again, he's a positive uh, in this uh, very politically correct for its time film. Uh, you, mean, you mean SJW's made this film, Gaz? Uh, kind of. <laughs> The 1991 version. Boom. Yeah. The the get out bit in a moment, the T-1000 says to the helicopter pilot who then nah, just leaps from the helicopter. Get is, out. Is a mimic, is a callback to Terminator 1 when he tells her yeah. okay, to get out. He does. What an explosion. Yeah, it's a big ass explosion. Yeah, I mean, and he just, that's a bit just, which came first, this came first, Judge, that's exactly like Judge Dredd coming in on the, the slow movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a chicken, always a chicken. Always a chicken? Yeah, chicken always goes first. The bird came first, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know. A bird laid a thing that turned into a chicken. That's it. And then that laid an egg. Oh, it's ruined the illusion for me.
it's evolution, isn't it? Yeah, it's evolution, baby, as Pearl Jam yeah, said. Yeah. <laughs> We're all stardust, baby. Alright, give us some give us what sky that's gonna happen then, Mike. I'll be back. The line. What are your favourites? Just before I skied it, so it's popped in my head. What are your favourite I'll be backs excluding this one in Arnold's career? It's a good question. It's a very good question. One of my favourite Arnie lines is always stick around when he stabs the guy in bed into the door. Stick around. I lied. Knock, knock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, there's a bit of, um, like in the first Terminator, a bit of... Um, like an Arnold puppet, yeah, being shot at there, which is pretty cool. So you can't miss the kneecaps. You can't miss. You could throw that basketball in from miles away if you wanted to. Yeah, but my point is, you're, you're not th you're thinking purely of understanding their shooting. The, think of the footwork, the speed of basketball. He doesn't fucking move like that. He can't. I don't know. Team on Dales could run pretty quick. We're not talking about. Yeah. Him. <laughs> We're talking about the T-800. Oh, would well. be a pretty shit point guard. Yeah, okay, he would be a very accurate shooter. <laughs> what else can he fucking do? Look at him. He's got a purposeful stride on there. Have you seen basketball? <laughs> Not so much, but yeah, I know what you're saying. It's pretty quick. It's Anyway, that he's got another fucking awesome launcher machine thing launch, out, which yeah. will tell me the make, model, number and country of origin. Actually, I uh, forgot about that machine gun. <laughs> launcher. I'll find it out. I like him pulling the gas masks off. Here, hold this. Yeah. <laughs> it's the MM1. See, look. He learns. He learns. Yeah. But also, he learned from Sarah's stupid line, as you'll see. He won't go over 60 fucking miles an hour. This is awesome. Again, this is an actual fucking van being driven through. An actual lobby. Yeah. And we put some cameras there and get real men to jump out of the way. Oh, we got to look at health and safety now, ain't you? Look how fucking easy it is. <laughs> Someone got fucked up on a film. Uh, who died? Oh, oh shit. Deadpool and maybe yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. Somebody died. Deadpool too. I love this van. Ah, the SWAT van. It's they are escaping in the SWAT van and the T800 is... Uh, T-1000, sorry, he's going in hot pursuit in his YMCA policeman's <laughs> bikers out yeah. here. It is a bit of a... It's a big fan. <laughs> here we go. He loves to go to the YMCA, this is a T-1000. Another real practical stunt. The motorbike. Yeah. Through the glass. Jumps onto the helicopter. <laughs> the, guy, the guy behind the helicopter is thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> Some maniac. Just <laughs> and that's like a, a strong kind of cannon, and yeah. pours himself through. Yeah, that's the best way to describe that. It literally just that was a cool effect there. You could see the, the, the helicopter, you could see the helicopter parts reflection as he reformed. Cool, he's like, G'day, he just nods his head. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> must jump it 30 foot down. Yeah, yeah. he's like, like You ask the police on the ground, he's like, The fuck just happened, mate? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, this. You won't believe it! This guy just poured himself, head put his roof in a canopy, poured himself in, and told him to get out! What the fuck would you do? Yeah, I want to see the, the movie, what happens to that guy next? Yeah, I want to see how fucked up he is yeah. for years after. <laughs> no one believes him, he gets pensioned up on mental instability. <laughs> he comes home with his bum and. Uh, He's definitely more fucked than you. <laughs> fuck, man, you went dark with that! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, Arnie is driving a SWAT van down the down the highway. It's full of guns, uh, which is nice. There's a, there's a Sarah can't has another AR-15 assault rifle. Um, Sarah kind of gets a, a police assault shotgun, which is quite fun. That's the one that she's got all the little shotgun shells are lined up on the outside. It's kind of cool, yeah. isn't it? But if they did destroy Skynet, then wouldn't the Terminators disappear? Because they wouldn't have been invented. Oh, well, that backs up my theory that someone else has got the research. It does indeed, yeah. But um, it would be different a bit, though, surely. Yeah, but I'd imagine that whatever they're working on will be copied to somebody. Whatever breakthrough they made will be copied to someone because it would justify their continued funding by the government. Yeah, it's all... So, so the Pentagon have probably got all that research. They just no, don't they look into it. Of course they wouldn't disappear because the ones in the future would never happen. Yeah, so they would never but, be... But those two are still Of there course, yeah, they're still there in time, time they? They've yeah. travelled through time. It's not like... Yeah. I'm thinking about Back to the Future where yeah, you Yeah, they're not going to disappear like the photograph. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh, no, where's my Terminator? This time travel thing's a mindfuck. Yeah. It's all bollocks at the end of the day. It doesn't... It, oh, well, is it? We'll come to yeah. it later. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. No one knows for sure, do they? Or do they? I don't Well, know. the theory is not... I mean, whoever's flying that fucking helicopter, I mean, he's put, took it under a bridge, he's just literally done, like, an emergency lift over the bridge. Whoever's doing it knows what, knows what they are doing. There is a bit of trivia about that, actually. The, um... They wouldn't... The pilot, the stunt people, didn't really want to do it. And I think someone else mm. flew it. Hmm. Look at that. Fucking hell. No CGI, everything... So it's, this is beautiful filmmaking. Uh, it's practical and it's it's skillful and the effort and the money and the ingenuity and engineering, the apparatus to have the cameras in these places to be able to film these things. And it just happens to be a liquid nitrogen tanker. Hey. Yeah, that's um, a shit. <laughs> I can tell you the name of the guy who flew that helicopter. I'll give you on to it. It's pilot Charles A. Tamburo. Oh. Uh, he flew the helicopter under the overpass in the final chase scene. The camera crew refused to film the shot because of the high risk involved. So James Cameron did the filming with the help of a camera car driver. Oh, wow. So Cameron filmed that himself. Awesome. Well, he is a fucking thrill-seeking lunatic, we know that. Yep. He went to the bottom of the sea. Um, this... Yeah, the, um, <laughs> I love this bit. The guy in the in the jeep. The yokel. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? He's is... like, what do I want to do? Jump over the bridge? What, the, the, what the fuck he's doing on a highway in Los Angeles? I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Again. Uh, oh, the helicopter bit where he was firing. Apparently, <laughs> he has he has four arms in the helicopter. Which yeah, I you never noticed that. No. He's firing a fucking. He's firing a machine gun. He's flying a helicopter. I thought it was three arms, not four. He's a four, apparently. Oh, I remember seeing the three. No. <laughs> 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 uh, the the fat yokel just jumped over the highway. Yeah, I love that bit. Now, apparently, Schwarzenegger's young daughter screams for the first time she saw her father's made up to show face made up to show the robotics. Just about to mention the makeup a second ago because it's going to get progressively more complex from this point on. Yeah. Um, and that in itself is an amazing artistic achievement. Like, I mean, you might say, "Oh, that's a fairly you know, you know, people do." You see them on Facebook doing makeup effects. 
at home now, but come on, that looks fucking amazing. He's got well, even the uh, steel mill effects were so convincing that some former workers from the plant, which had been closed for 10 years, thought it was up and running again. Wow. That's pretty good. Because they were about to enter the steel mill. Yeah. Do they work hard and play hard? They <laughs> <laughs> may have done. I presume the supervisor was called Roscoe. Uh, <laughs> Don't try and out Simpsons me, sir. <laughs> um, actually, do you know who James Cameron's original choice was for the T-1000? You'll be surprised. I've heard this. Um, oh, it wasn't Lee Diamond Phillips, was it? No, <laughs> no, Mike, it wasn't. <laughs> Call back to him. Should have been the multiverse. <laughs> wasn't Lee Diamond Phillips a Terminator in your idea? World? He pops up in a few of them, I think. <laughs> it was Billy Idol. Oh, oh dear. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. It's a nice day to kill a child <laughs> with a truck. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Are you John Connor? <laughs> I have no idea if that's what Billy Idol sounds like, but I'm just guessing. Is he, is he British? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Did you know about the alternate ending to this? Is it where they turn up in a park or something? Yeah, and all yeah. Happy and Sarah's... I've seen it once, I think. They filmed it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah it, it might be filmed, tacked onto this version. Filmed we'll the cut. We saw an elderly Sarah sitting at the park telling the story about the Terminator, watching John playing with his daughter. Mm. I think I might have seen that. Actually, mm. it seems to. Seems yeah, to they filmed definitely it. filmed it, so it might yeah. be tacked onto the. Uh, yeah. Or is it a deleted scene? Or they put it on. I like this riding the truck in. Yeah, it's just it is just Arnie at his best, isn't it? It's just. Uh, they're driving into the furnace, aren't they? And mm. this, bit, this bit is fucking awesome. Dum, 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 dum. When he shoots the T the T one thousand. Yeah, all that liquid nitrogen's going all over the floor. Oh yeah, it's just. I wonder if he came up with this because he knew he could do that effect, or whether he thought of it first and then they had to work out if they could do it. Because at the time, that must have been a. A fucking difficult thing. All those pieces yeah. coming back together. Yeah, that'll be that'll be decided in pre-production, right? Mm. They'll yeah, have budget and they'll allocate budget to certain scenes. I mean, it's such an ambitious scene, though, isn't it? You've got so much going on. Yeah, it's amazing, really, that they can make these other films back in '91. Yeah. Um, but it, the reason it stands up is the way it was filmed. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you 100% like that, Gaz. There's CGI, CGI is minimal. The CGI is minimal in this yeah. film. He doesn't actually do that. Even this is the prosthetic legs. Yeah. Uh, they were moulded to his legs. Yeah. They were ba yeah, moulded to be exactly the same as his legs. So, as a T-1000. Uh, so, it's like, this is a practical effect. Mm, it's incredible. I wonder how they did the frost. Oh, I mean, like, uh, there's a bit where he breaks his arm and he's, yeah, yeah. he's looking so, at it. Yeah, we're, we're watching the film. He's, he's got a bit of horror at it. He's, oh, it's, oh, it's, and I love the state that Arnie's in. He's, he's battered, battered, isn't he? He's just done a 30, 40 mile an hour roll. That's the lovely stuff, baby. Camera moves. That's also very subtle as well. The camera. He's on his face when he says the line. Yeah. Moves down to the barrel of the gun when he fires. Just yeah. 
that's what makes it iconic is yeah. the look on on his face yeah. and even the look the side little side look yeah. there it's good it's good acting it's good facial acting he's, he's conveying an expression while film. looking expressionless he's amazing in this film uh just physically what he's doing this person, i need a vacation no it's not yet that's, uh, he gets way more fucking yeah. oh yeah he's already worked out that the the furnace is gonna melt him we're gonna yeah, get away tonight and it's gonna reform him in it because mm -hmm. he's smart well, he knows the weaknesses of. Yeah. Things that he does waste like a bit of time. You know, like, come, we gotta go, and they're like, "Why? Why? What's happening? Let's get the fuck out of here!" Now we start the T one thousand start to form back together. Yeah. Pools of reform and pools like mer liquid mercury almost, isn't it? Mm. Is that isn't there an actual thing? Come on, science officer that does that, isn't it? The stuff that's in thermometers. What's mercury. 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 Yeah. yeah. It literally yeah. does that itself. Yeah. It, if you. Put it on the f yeah. It's recommend you don't break open a thermometer though, because it's quite toxic. Yeah. Don't drink it. No. <laughs> yeah. Please, anyone listening, don't drink mercury yeah. and don't take it a thermometer, because even though it looks cool, especially say, if you're living in Flint, Michigan, because there's already mercury in your water. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've done some pretty toxic things intentionally, but have you never that? broke open a thermometer though. Never have felt you, that need. Have you heard about the kids? The new trend. I remember mm. my mate Chris burnt magnesium onto yeah. my kitchen table. He did? <laughs> he decided, oh, I've got some magnesium here. Did he steal it from school? Yeah. Or and he thought, uh, I'll see what happens when I burn it. He just burnt a hole in my kitchen table. Oh, yeah. shit. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Was he bad? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got away with it. I got away with most things, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Mike once burnt his parents' wall while he was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had... <laughs> I managed not to burn anything. Just, I don't know why, I just felt mm. the need to burn the wallpaper a bit. <laughs> and I realised what I'd done. Did you also feel the need for counselling? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, have you ever wet the bed or um, George's Small Animals? We may be on the McDonald triad here. <laughs> well, awesome. It's been very confessional too. I, I've admitted my Terminator Daddy issues. <laughs> I wish it was my dad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> but every shot in this last sequence. Yeah, the team of guys is malfunctioning. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's taking a lot of damage. Copying stuff. Oh, I got some good stuff on the difference between them later. You're gonna love it, Ben. Oh, <laughs> I might fall asleep. God damn. Well, I'm sure it'll be interesting. Hang on. I uh, see, he couldn't, she's the one who said to go back. Is he not thinking, did he, see, did the Terminator think they could handle that heat? Yeah. Go, listen to your mother, go now, or something like that. Yeah, but they must know that he's going to get fucked up. Oh, yeah, but he's he's doing what he's uh, got to do, isn't he? That's his that point. fucking shot. Well, he will do, he will do, he will protect John until mm. destruction. Love That's this it. shot. He's got the grenade launcher out in one arm. And the little pistol up in his arm. Yeah, but he gets blindsided. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And you know, cue the the epic fight scene yeah. where they just throw each other about. Absolutely caves the term the T eight hundred's head in. Yeah. Oh, it's just great. I mean, it's. Well, there's some, uh, I'm sure, some subtext, something, oh, like that, where it throws him against the wall and he morphs back. Oh, yeah. Fist getting trapped yeah. in the head. Um, the two machines fighting in the molten lava steel factory thing, I'm sure there's some, uh, 
some subtext or something there. Oh, his arm's been crushed. Ah, this was my thing that I always used to think I was clever with. This is just reminding me when I was yeah. a child that, oh, but they still left an arm. Yeah. Because there is still an arm. Mm. That arm is still in there. There's no microchip. No. So this fits in with what you said earlier, that maybe it just takes them longer now. Yeah. But they've still got an arm. Yeah. There is still an arm left behind. Unless Sarah and John went back to that cog. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, listener, if you're not watching along with us, right at the end, the, the T-800 gets his left arm trapped in a big cog machine. He then uses a big pole to separate himself and basically cut his arm off. So yep. just like the original first Terminator, the forearm and the hand is still there in the past. Uh, all right, there's no chip left behind because he goes in the... Sorry to upset you, but he goes in the lava. Yeah. Um, or the molten steel, sorry, not lava. So, yeah, do you get my point? It all you got a point, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The arm's still there. So maybe it does... Don't they even say that in one of them, the sequel, number three, that... All they did was put it off. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. thing but is, right, if the steel mill effects were so good that the former workers thought it only went, there's sparks and molten metal flying everywhere. Is that the health mm. and safety they had in that steel mill? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know... Look. I mean, there's literally sparks and stuff dripping everywhere. Mm. Ooh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what gun's that? Ben? That's the police gonna... assault shotgun. That's, uh, it looks a bit... Not very practical, but it looks like... It hurts. Packs it, it, it does, yeah. it's 12 gauge. Gonna fuck your shit up. She probably should load more bullets into that. Oh, actually, is that, I think that's a Spaz shotgun as well, as daft as that says, it's French. So it's just one shot at a time? No, you can she? put about six or seven, eight uh, maybe in there. She hasn't got time. No, pretty much. It's, um, she's obviously got that wound as well. Uh, and now, so... T-1000 just poked her through the shoulder. Obviously, he's made physical contact with her now, so he's asking her to call to John, but she doesn't need... He doesn't need her to, really, because no. he can turn into her now, as we will see. As you well know, because if you listen to this this far in and you haven't seen Terminator 2... <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. And also, it? it's worth pointing out, he says, I know this hurts. Mm. So he's almost like... He, he's, you know, he's got the detail and that he knows that that is maximised. That what he's done to mm -hmm. her through that point in the shoulder yeah. is hitting the exact nerves he needs to hurt yeah. her enough. Of course, to get he, he, he's, his job is to kill a human. He's yeah. everything about and it. And here comes Arnie with his big fucking oh, iron psychological. stick. <laughs> yeah, defaults as well, Ben. Yeah. you know, not just the physical. Still now he gets battered with his own metal pole. Yeah, but the point is he never gave up, he came back. God, he fucks him up. That's yeah, it's, it's very it's, sad. It is. You think he's dead, don't Yeah, you? they make the lightning come out and everything, make you think he's dead. Play with our emotions, damn it. Oh, yeah. Hasn't this, most fight scenes in a film from 1991 seem shit compared to today's choreography and things. This doesn't because of the... I don't know the way it's shot, the epicness of it, the the realness of it, the fucking makeup. Yeah. The set it. Oh, it's fucking intense. Boosh. I hated this bit when I was a kid. Yeah. I hated this. Still bit. good. Into Arnie's They're head. killing my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is, keep let's keep the issues out. <laughs> the Terminator is the ultimate sort of baddie. 
because yeah. he's so remorseless and won't stop. Mm. Yeah, there's no bargaining with him. You Look, can't his little stump, his little fucking stump as he's crawling Looks like along. a flipper baby. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just stood over him, he knows he's done, but the, there's the, the grade launcher, the bloop gun. And uh, he's not going to make it, is he? Sadly, sadly not. But he's still trying. And this is the bit where uh, Paul goes through his body and crunches it a bit. Yeah, side to side. And there you go, he's dead. That's it. Fucking literally see the light go out from his eyes. Is he dead or is he just off? <laughs> he's. Well, he, some could say he's been off. Uh. I forgot where I was going with that. Can't be dead anyway, <laughs> I fucking fell down a pothole there. Oh, um, can I have a piss before the final bit? <laughs> I don't see why not. Just pause it there, man. <laughs> In back, and the, the climactic fight scene. Um, John's on his own, Sarah Connor's pinned to the wall. T1000's touched her, he can morph into her. Arnie is deactivated. Um, but he's coming back. He's got that glint in his eye. <laughs> <laughs> to quote uh, the film Beer Fest, he's got the eye of the Jew. Mm. And if you've never seen Beer Fest and you want a, a, a dumbass laugh with people drinking beer, then go and watch that. Yeah, it's pretty good. But look, you know, we, we mentioned makeup earlier. Uh, look at the gloved hand, the only hand he's got left. Um, like at the end. You can see his robot fingers sticking yeah. through and stuff like. I mean, the attention to detail—it just adds to this absolutely battered look of him. That you can't ever get away. You can only do it on this character because he's yeah. a metal endoskeleton covered by a human. A human character couldn't have this much cut damage, and you know he couldn't have his skull showing and have them him still running around. That's why it's oh, so no, no. fucking awesome. And and that took five hours to put on. Yeah, man, that's a lot of patience. I said his, his daughter cried when she saw him. <laughs> I don't blame him. Scared of that much. You know, yeah, because it is quite freaky, you know, seeing someone, even seeing a robot's exposed skull and red eye, it's kind of freaky. Just a bit. Well, especially if it's your fucking father's face. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I see the T1 those is malfunctioning. Yeah. So he sees the feet of yeah. the false Sarah Connor. Mm. Oh, he's back. I love this scene where she's just loading, cocks it, mm. shoots him, cocks it, shoots him. Go on, Sarah, you think she's, she's going to get... she's got fucked up shoulders. Yeah, she's she's one-handed, pretty one much. One-handed, do it. She's going to get her epic moment. Come on. He's one more shot. One more. One more. Oh, oh, oh. shit. Gun jam. Watch this with the real For fuck's sake. She's right out of ammo. That's it. It's Will it ever die? But then, here it comes. One of the most epic shots. <laughs> Cinema history. Yeah. Love that bit. Just wags his finger. Yeah. Out then, this no. is the shot I'm talking about. You know what shot I'm yeah. talking about. Of course. Here he comes. Yeah. Over the fucking roll. Slow mo. I'm grenade back. launcher in his hand. Yeah. Sarah pushes John down. So obviously it goes inside in the grenade and blows up. That's ingenious because it absorbs it a bit. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean the fact that it. It absor he absorbs it inside him and he explodes 
inside him. None of the other bullets have done that, have they? That's well, that's just a grenade, and it's um, it's got a timer on it, a fuse. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I, oh, yes, yeah, I see what you mean. Yes, yeah, so it's gone into him instead of it's absorbed. It's cool. Yeah, like bullets just go into him, and then nothing else happens. That's yeah. gone into him. Then exploded yeah. inside him. I love, him. The, I love, I love the, uh, the death throes of the yeah. 1000. It's pretty... This is quite fucking... Nasty. Arty, farty... Um, yeah, because all the people horror, he's killed yeah. and absorbed, kind of... We see them all. Sarah Connor's having a good look. Uh, this is a nasty... Screaming face as well. Yeah, and it turns. The last thing you see is a sort of dissolved mouth yeah. hole. Like, eating yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It itself. Humanity will itself. eat itself. Yeah, that will come up later on. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Folds in on itself, just. And then the screaming face. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Will that be the last face of humanity? What, being thrown into a vat of molten metal and no, screaming? No, screaming face is the last face of humanity. Oh, of course it will be. Uh, remember the first <laughs> it's a bit dark and deep. But remember the first time you saw this, though, you think now, oh, yeah, awesome. Tell oh, he's going to survive. He's pretty fucked up, but, you know. He'll, he'll grow back. He'll, yeah, he can stick his arm on. He'll yeah. figure out a new arm for himself. Well, let him have a rest. I need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't go to the cog and get the other arm but they picked up the bag with the original arm in it mm. and the that's chip that's the main thing well this broke me the first time I saw it oh man it's, I, I'm putting uh, on a sniff there's a there's one more chip actually washing it with the sound down kind of makes me feel less emotional yeah the sound was on I could hear the last words the music all of it So in goes the arm, in goes the Cyberdyne chip from the first Terminator. Yeah. Um, that's it then. And isn't it? that's meant to alter the timeline. Allegedly. It's over, Sarah. You did it. Yeah. All those years in the mental asylum. Mama bear protecting the cub. Staying with men you didn't really want to be with, but they had to learn. Oh, and he says there's one more chip. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Oh, he cannot self-terminate. He yeah. must lower me into the steel. Oh, uh, John's getting. That's what used to break me as well. Kid John getting upset at this point. And like I said, you know, I had serious Terminator daddy issues. <laughs> uh, I wanted my own Terminator, and then the horror when John realizes, yeah. Yeah, it's I'm just, sorry, it's... John. That's what he says. Wow. Yeah. It is just, just like, it's the best dad he's ever had, that turn, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. Begging him not to go. And probably like every other father he's ever got close to that's left, he's yeah. probably screaming at the same thing. What a mm. shit life that poor kid's had. Yeah, yeah, he's got a terrible life. Oh, that bit, I order you not to go. I yeah. order you not to go. Ah, he breaks down. It's I don't know why you cry, but it is something I could never do. Yeah, it's uh, it's profound. It is. Look, his robo finger wipes the tear. So oh. does the he, okay. So John loves the machine. Mm. Does the machine love John? Well, is the he machine love the machine's version of John of, of love. Sorry. Yeah, the uh, 
obedience to a program. Look, Sarah finally yeah. agrees to it. Hold out the hand. I don't know if he. I don't know if he can feel anything. He's still following his program, but. Yeah, I mean, he can't. Can he learn emotion? I mean, does, does Skynet have emotion? Does a machine have emotion? Well, that's the whole thing about um, AI, isn't it? Artificial yeah. intelligence. Would it have emotions? Or would it be just cold logic? Yeah. Which actually, Nick Bostrom, Nick Bostrom's orthogon orthogonality thesis argues that no moral ethic rules will stop uh, an AI from achieving its program goals by any means necessary. Well, so, yeah, so that's it. It's he, he thinks that, yeah. Maybe that he's learnt enough to know that John's going to be emotional, so he's got to sort of say those words to him and to comfort him more than anything. That's part of the learning process. It's just a, it's just psychology. Well, it's he has detailed psychological files. That's true. He also, part of his new mission is following John's and Sarah's orders and maybe future John's was always knowing that he was going to have to do something like this because he couldn't leave. Mm. But that own. would be the end of mission protocol, wouldn't mm. it? That would be logged as his, his prime command is after it's done. If you, when you if you succeed in your mission, then you have to destroy you, everything. So that would that would you be the phone going boom. up. Oh man. Uh, and then the screen. As just... that descended into the. Fire. Oh, as with yeah. it went in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's emotional. Oh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's emotional. She did it. And then we're back to the dark highway. The dark un- highway at night. The unknown. Yeah, the night's obviously the unknown, isn't it? So now we've got a, a, just a straightforward black highway with no turns. Unlike the one that took him to Cyberdyne. We don't know when the turns are going to yeah, come, do you? Yeah, that's it, yeah. So there we go. <laughs> yeah, it's an epic film. I hope you've watched, enjoyed watching it with us. Um, first time we've tried that. And if you haven't seen it and you just listened to us anyway, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Voyeur, I think is the term. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? Still, watching it with the sound down for like the 12 billionth time, still, like you said, first time we've done this, so I'm sorry if we had silent gaps, because it still just fucking draws you in, because it's so it does, visually yeah. fucking amazing, it's so well shot. Still in my top, it's this and Robocop are my two favourite movies. I know this is a better made film. I'm sorry, but, but there was a stuntman called Billy Hank Hooker. <laughs> the name just drew me. Billy Hank? B- Billy Hank Hooker. Hooker, I thought you said hooker. You said hang hooker? <laughs> no, no. Don't no, hang hooker. No, no, I tried it once, didn't go well. You get in trouble for that. You do. And you, your body just blows off as well. It's not necessarily hassle. But I know a bloke that owns a pig farm. <laughs> oh, yeah. You keep saying that. Is that an actual fact? Yeah. Oh, well, it's good to know. <laughs> he owns a small holding where pigs are killed, so he's got a pig farm. He, oh. he owns pigs. He kills them occasionally. Are they eating people, pigs? They could be. (laughs) So, do you want to tell us about Skynet? Yeah. Why is it coming through? Yeah, scare the shit out of me a bit. I haven't been scared enough this episode. Okay, Uh, I'll start with the Future of Life petition. It was a petition that was written and signed by such luminaries as Stephen Hawking, Noam Chomsky, Elon Musk, 
And Skype co-founder Jan Tallinn. I thought you were going to say Skynet founder then. <laughs> like, you what? Skynet co-founder. <laughs> you what? Mark well, Dyson. Skype. Yeah. Skype. Skynet. That's why Skype was a. It's, it's a massive. It was a massive leap, wasn't it? It's the first reliable video calling thing. You know? Have Google bought out Skype yet? Didn't Microsoft buy Skype? I don't know who owns who. Because but... I can log into Skype with my my. You remember like MSN. Uh, no, I never Microsoft used. Messaging Network. It's like mm. the first instant messenger on a computer. Oh, okay, yeah. And now, if I want, I've got like a. It's like I've logged into Skype on my laptop, and it's like, I've never done it before. I'm like, okay, what's your like, MSN address? I thought, like, fucking hell. And I managed to remember my password after a couple of attempts mm. and logged into Skype using my old MS, MSN account, so I assume Microsoft doing it. Mm. Well, okay. do you want to hear what. Um, the Skype co-founder and these guys said then? Yeah, sorry, okay. yeah, go on, yeah. If any major power pushes ahead with AI weapon development, a global arms race is virtually inevitable, mm. and the end point of this technology and trajectory is obvious. Autonomous weapons will become the Kalashnikovs of tomorrow. Mm. There'll be an arms race for Terminators. Yeah, effectively. Who's who got the can, most? Uh, who can Who's got the best? Who can build? Um, we've been through the various ones: the U.S. Phalanx and the Iron Dome, already. Yeah. Autonomous and. And goalkeeper. Nothing. Goalkeeper. Better name than Phalanx. So uh, what is goalkeeper? It's exactly the same piece of kit. It's an aut- an autonomous Gatling gun, remotely operated, should I say? Really right. autonomous. It's there's it's it's, 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 fire, it's got a massive caliber and a very high rate of fire. And mm-hmm. the idea is, should a missile be streaking towards your ship, it will shoot it down. Yeah, it's, oh, it's got enough rounds to put in the. It calculates so fast where the missiles go in the flight path. It'll put mm-hmm. the stop putting the rounds ahead right. and take the missile. Ward, it, doesn't take the ward human, it doesn't need a human. It doesn't need a human to pull the trigger. It's, it's automated. Once it's activated, awesome. it operates off the radar. That's good stuff. But goalkeepers are better name than phalanx. Yeah, I guess so. It's your last resort, the goalkeeper in football. Yeah. So and if we go, if we go back to DARPA and all the things that there. Mm. Inventing. Right. Do you want to know uh, what the test is for confirming human level uh, AGI, artificial general intelligence? Okay. What is okay. it? There's the Turing test. I've heard of that from Westworld. Yeah. I can cheer. <laughs> it's, it's where a human cannot tell the difference between an unseen machine and human a significant fraction of the time. Mm. That would be Westworld then? Yeah. There's the coffee test. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. A machine is re- required to enter an average American home and figure out how to make a cup of coffee. And if you can do that, it's considered intelligent. <laughs> I suppose that makes sense. So, because, yeah, because you've got to go through a series of procedures, and you've got to figure. If you've never done it before, yeah, you've got to find the coffee. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. But but think of all the ones. So what? There's a load of fucking like, like <laughs> some shit kind of robots robot smashing through front doors <laughs> and like, knocking down houses. <laughs> Completely destroying kitchens. Sitting in the corner, rocking backwards and forwards because their brains are broken because they can't find the teapot. I I don't think the ravaged running dog robot's quite ready for the coffee test just yet. That's probably a good thing, though, in all fairness. (laughs) There's the robot college student test. Oh, God, okay. A machine enrolls in uni and obtains a degree. Fair enough. As These are getting very ahead of themselves. No, the machine had the benefit of having a computer memory. And be able to sit there and effectively just record the entire lecture mm. and then for the question, just play, when it comes to the exam, read the question and then find the 
particular thing in its database and just write the answer down what it learned yeah. out, what it yeah, learned out then, yeah. so that's not I don't think that that's a question of a storing data and recording it rather than mm. isn't it more of a test of the fact that they can um, go to college and no mm. like just uh, if, if you combining that with a Turing mm. test where no one notices they're a robot yeah, I'll agree with that okay yeah but I don't rate that one so they only go to a, college could Arnie go to college and blend in? Imagine Arnie yeah. at a frat party. <laughs> a Terminator at a frat party, learning. God, he'd be a dick. Chug, he'd drink chug, he'd chug, chug. And then every oh, high five, every high five he did would shatter someone's wrist. He'd <laughs> <laughs> stop getting invited. Yeah, but he quick. would just look ripped in the shorts, wouldn't he? Just uh, hanging around like with his shirt off doing a surfer dude yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, there'd be, there'd be a queue thing. to the bathroom door for all the women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be fucking all the women, there'd be a queue. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't establish if he's got a, a dick. They never addressed that, did they? they no. Well, he must have a dick, because if he didn't have one, all them bikers have gone, that guy's got no dick. Oh, yeah. Whether it works or not is a different thing. That's, yeah, yeah. But would Terminators be sent on, like, Honey, pop, honey traps like spies are. Well, they are in number the three. She uses yeah. She uh, expands her tits. Charms. So maybe there is that kind of. Maybe they, they are designed for that, like the honey trap situation. There's two be. more tests if you want to hear them. Okay. okay. The employment test, which is obvious. Machine works a job as well as a human. T eight hundred did that in Terminator Genesis. Went off and worked on the construction site. Mentioned it earlier. Yeah. So he's passed that. And the last one is the flat pack furniture test. <laughs> <laughs> Humans <laughs> fail that test. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, <yeah>. Regular. <laughs> That's a read the instruction and assemble. Oh, right? and has yeah. anyone ever heard of technical the technological singularity? Um, kind no. of. That's I think I've heard the phrase. That's where we reach a point that it takes over, isn't it? Or is it where we become one with it? No, it's where it becomes more intelligent than us. Yeah. Yeah. So we're. Uh, I reckon. Almost like in Clever Holly from Red Dwarf. IQ of 6000. Basically, yeah. Because yeah. no humans yeah. ever going to have an IQ of 6000. Basically, yeah. It becomes smarter than the smartest human. Yeah. That's the technological singularity. And um, some people think that. Have dated it to about twenty twenty nine. Some people think it can be three to five years from now. Wow. So that's how fucking close we are to this. But if you had a robot, let's say that you get this singularity in the next three to five years, mm. and it doesn't go evil, right? Let's say that it mm. doesn't go evil, yeah. and it's and it's got the the the. the not the Asimov's three laws, because they are flawed, aren't they? We I think we spoke about that. I don't previously. think they are, but I think there's loopholes yeah, in there. Yeah, he that's what he that's the whole point of his books was to yeah. explore the loopholes in that, yeah. wasn't it? So let's say that we come up with a, an unbreakable kind of Asimov's mm. code with no yeah. no loopholes. And therefore it would only do good. So we wouldn't have yeah. any wars. Every no one would ever go hungry. Yeah. Everyone would have a basic income. Yeah. Everyone would just basically have enough to lead a rich and fulfilling life. A healthy life, yeah. And we'd all be running green and have clean energy yeah. because the machine would be able to just figure that shit out. Yeah. Fairly, well, a damn sight quicker than our top brains could because, let's say, the holly level of 6,000 before he went senile. 6,000 is, what, what's the highest human? Oh, no idea. 250? I don't know. Yeah, probably not even that. All right, so if you've got like, a computer with an IQ of 6,000 that will not has a certain degree of in, um, autonomous free will to a point, mm. where it, but it's confined by the lo- the, yeah. the unbreakable, won't harm us, don't yeah. kill if anyone. If his mission is to find 
you know, and I suppose it's equilibrium on earth, isn't it? So yeah. there's no conflict. Everyone's got enough to eat. Everyone's got shelter. Everyone's yeah. got enough entertainment. And what, yeah, you know, yeah. Full and, and you're you're life. matched up with your p- computer yeah. generator. Your computer. Um, exactly. You yeah. match up with your perfect yeah. woman. And she's matched up. So that's Black was, Mirror, that is. That's yeah, oh, well, yeah. You've that. I haven't watched that. These yet, no. Black Mirror, they explore that. Yeah. So the computer would basically simulate you at the, yeah. the most perfect compatible mate. That's what it does in Black Mirror. But yeah. it, can, yeah. that, can that ever be as satisfying as a real one that maybe isn't your perfect mate? But it would well, be. That's a whole other Yeah, you see that. Would it be Would it be computer perfect down to 0.001%? But they'll always. The computer knows they'll always with that. Because it doesn't work and will accept that as a tolerable failure. Yeah, like the Matrix. What yeah. do you mean by a simulated? Like, is it a physical so thing? So basically, that I can, let's say that you. you is end, it a physical uh, thing that I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be another woman that has exactly the same. So another woman. An android. Who, who likes Hulk Hogan, Transformers, professional wrestling. That was a human. That was a human. It would basically, because it would have data on everybody, it would yeah. give you your, even if it had to sort of fly her from, I don't know, what China, it, it would find you, she your perfect woman. She wouldn't be my perfect match though, because she speaks Chinese. Well, yeah, I like speaking English. <laughs> in, in Black Mirror, what it does is it... it oh, it goes in this through, country then. <laughs> it goes through trial periods, it matches you with somebody, right. and it gives you a, a, a date, so it'll say like, right, you're six weeks with this person now. You've yeah. got a dating for six weeks. You do the dating. Yeah. Yeah. You go on to someone else. Next one might be three years. Gotcha. Yeah. The next one might be twenty-four hours. Yeah. And it builds up a profile of mm. how you relate to other people. And yeah. find and then someone. And it finds your perfect match through trial and error. Ah, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. So would that be a possibility? So would we then be the human race would then take on some kind of weird? Almost, you think almost. Skynet is going to turn into uh, fucking no, Tinder? My, no, what no, are you on about? It's, no, but this, 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 if, a computer, if a, an AI ran everything and it every aspect of our else. lives you're thinking, you think would be Google? perfectly engineered to what it knows about yeah. us and the data it's garners. Of course. So when you turn on the telly, it might just flicks. If it knows what time of day it is and what you like to watch at what time of day, yeah. your TV would just automatically go to I don't know if it's Monday night at nine o'clock. Or would it, automatically flick to Raw. Or it would record all the programs for you, probably. <coughs> well, yeah. So you'd wake up in the morning and say, "Look, I found this for you last night." Oh, wicked man! Yeah, but instead of like, like this new band, this new that. band, this new well, yeah. band sounds a bit like Pearl Jam. Yeah, you might like. We've them. already got all of that. Yeah, but it would be honed and defined to a more. But of a general guess, personal to you, personalized. I, I, I to just you. think you've been very hopeful, thinking that Skynet's gonna. Be well, this, is the, this yeah, is the problem. This, this is the Isn't hypothetical. Isn't it gonna be more concerned with? Well, this was the hypothetical. If we had Holly, I don't know, stuff who couldn't hurt anybody, and everything was for the good of the mm. crew, and we had those kind of that Asimov's law, mm. then it'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, but, but we're not gonna end up with that. We're gonna end up with Skynet. Well, we'll end up with something horrible, and. Um, should we get to well, one scientist said the sheer complexities of human value systems makes it very difficult to make AI's motivations human friendly. That's also well, a valid point. Yeah. He's saying that. So, like you say, exactly mm. what you say, guys. It could go either way. We could either have a utopia or it goes fucking Skynet. That's I just don't like the problem. idea of giving up my. Even though I know you could say it would be. You don't have to. Be, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't like the idea. Of, like, yeah, it'd be nice if it turned. What I want to see on the TV for me, knowing that's when I want to watch it at that time. But I'd also like to, I think, knowing my nature, that would piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> so having the perfect life, not having to work, 
Having an income into you, having your perfect companion. Should do my fucking head in. Based it on that, it sounds like it's not very clear. It's like, does it really think I want a woman who loves Hulk Hogan as much as me and the Transformers and? Oh, maybe Nick is your the anti version to that. It doesn't. Like, I don't to, think it works to, like that. I think that's. I think. Well, that's a whole. That is a whole different thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's, just that's just one. I get that. Yeah. That's just one example. If it did the trial and everything, like the computer in Black Mirror, it would figure mm. out that you don't want that, and it would someone come always got indifferent feelings towards Hulk Hogan. Can give or take. Well, maybe yeah. she preferred. Maybe she yeah. preferred Randy Savage. I just maybe she preferred Roddy. Fan. I just think that's a quite a, a bit of a one eighty from the what happens in the Terminator. Yeah, it's quite well, a tangent, man. It's a good point. Uh, no, yeah, good. no. I'm just. It's very, a very. I've never thought of it that way. That yeah. Skynet might be this hopeful mm-hmm. thing that's getting me dates and uh, you know. Well, oh, no, you don't me, want it to. Sending me pizzas exactly when I'm hungry and little yeah. messages. You okay, hun? Yeah, Skynet. I'm fine. <laughs> Thanks for asking, yeah. James. Imagine if you started sending it Snapchat filters and it's <laughs> like a robot. Like, like yeah, the massive CPU, <laughs> a selfie of it. Because uh, no, it'd have a friendly you. face, wouldn't it? Yeah. And it'd have like the little fucking, uh, those annoying Snapchat filters with the fucking dog ears and the dog nose. Yeah. Oh, God, that fucked me off. I don't, I don't oh. want Skynet. That's I don't want Skynet sending me fucking Snapchat photos and fucking stupid filters on it. Yeah. Asking me if I'm alright, hun. I don't it ringing me when I'm in the bath. And I'm like, uh, I'm in the bath and they're like, yeah. She's like, what are you doing? Do you want to talk? So like, family guy, innit? Pete yeah. rings. And then for Quite some reason, up, yeah. Pete's turned into a woman. That's and he's right. like, twiddling the cable of the phone line. And bang my son, like, why are you calling? He's yeah. like, no reason. What are you doing? That's not why men call each other. I don't want fucking Skynet. What would you want out that with the nuclear war? Yeah. Somewhere in between. (laughs) Well, uh, I've got a good quote on Wikipedia. Just as the fate of the mountain gorilla depends on human goodwill, so might the fate of humanity after the singularity. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't disagree with that, absolutely. Who said that? I didn't get the quote. Well, it could be awful. It could also be like the Millennium Bug, Mm. where we get there and it's actually all right that there's a cleverer one than us. Because you could say that maybe we've got no way of quantifying it. How do we know a dolphin's not smarter than we are? That's a, might sound like a stupid you can thing perform, to say, you can perform you know intelligence I mean? tests on animals, though, so we know what a, a, um, I don't dolphins know if, have got is their own language. Is there a way language. of quantifying yeah, it, yeah. though? I mean, but, yeah, own language is one. Mm. Um, the, the, the ability to, to, to be to, trained and perform tasks. Just because we can't just translate The ability to work out tasks, like you've yeah. got an octopus oh, gosh, yeah. that uses, uh, like, uses shells and things to, to cover itself as camouflage. And predict football results. And predict football results. Excellent. Yeah, I think or, that that's a, a good point to get back to um, uh, the Terminator. All right, specifically Terminator Two. Okay, and some philosophy. Okay, on what the film could mean or well, could not, because that's the thing. All right, yeah. I'm, gonna, read, I'm, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna try and pay attention. You can and read focus. as much as you want into it, as much as you don't want. And this is just one person's take. Can I that. occasionally say bollocks? No, you okay. can wait to the end. All right, uh, of course you can. <laughs> uh, I've got to. Uh, I've got all of these notes from one essay that some crazy dude wrote online, and I'll. Um, oh, fantastic! I love the crazy. I well, I say crazy. I just mean like crazy to put this much thought into. Quote, um, credit him at the end, but first, so it's basically a reading, and this will make sense to you. It's not that heavy. It's um, this is you know GCSE philosophy. Okay. And um, postmodernism versus modernism. 
right. that's basically what Terminator is about. And a brief description of modernism is... Thank you. Like industrial societies and rapid growth of cities, followed by the reactions of horror to the First World War. Modernism rejects the certainty of the Enlightenment thinking, and many modernists rejected religious beliefs and that sort of thing. So it's just a more industrial, forward-thinking, less religious society, yeah. basically. Okay. Postmodernism. And this is according to our friend Norman, who I think you accused of being a Peter train Pyle spotter. No, it's a train, a train spotter. spotter. It's a train oh, spotter. Based on his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a description of postmodernism, is, and it's a little heavier. A nostalgia, a conservative longing for the past, coupled with an erasure of the boundaries between the past and the present, an intense preoccupation with the real and its representation, a, pornogra a pornography of the Ooh. visible, the commodification of sexuality and desire. A consumer culture which objectifies a set of masculine cultural ideas, intense emotional experiences shaped by anxiety, alienation, resentment, and a detachment from others. I'm sure we can all identify mm -hmm. a little bit with that. So I heard pornography, and then I kind of switched up a little bit. <laughs> You'll get something out of this work. So basically, the difference between modern and mod. Oh, this is going to not work if I can't talk. <laughs> the difference between modernity and postmodernism is the difference between the T-800 and the T-1000. The T-800 is a mechanical and metaphysical device that can be taken apart, both ideologically and physically. And just indeed, as in T-2, he's reprogrammed. Okay. So moder modernity thus provides its dissenters with a solid, monolithic target that can given the appropriate intellectual and cultural firepower, be shot down. Mm. Which he is. But yeah, If you shoot Arnie enough, you, you'll die, won't yeah. you? Yeah, but postmodernism, the T-1000, is, much more, is much more difficult to pin down. Since the new model can become anything it samples by touch, it has no metaphysical boundaries, it is as solid as the shape it's chosen to take, it's liquid poured into the shape it will take, it is totally mercurial. Yeah. It is the ultimate consumer. It consumes human beings and has no other function. Postmodernism and the T1000 is the last word in masculine ideals, cold, clinical, totally detached and committed to the pursuit of a single goal without concern for any consequences, and it is a transcendent commodity. Its efficiency, reliability, indestructibility and lifespan are a spiritual marvel to behold. Postmodernism then is modernism taking a quantum leap. So we see that both modernity and postmodernity, are you with me? Mm. Are engaged in an epic struggle, struggle for the soul of the other. Their modes of operation are different, but the goal is the same. Universalization of Western liberal utopian thought and lifestyle. Oh my god. Modernity seeks the combining of spirit, identified within the notions of the Enlightenment and the ambitions of 19th century political theory. Postmodernity hopes to overcome modernity and beat it on its own game, with more seductive ideals, with much more potent metaphors, with far more advanced technologies. The modern defines the postmodern, the postmodern defines the modern. The contemporary world is a product, we're nearly there, of this dialect, where the representations of both terminators spell death for all that is the non-West, the quote-unquote other. 
T2 resolves modernity versus post-modernity by killing both Terminators. But it sides with modernity by telling us that the machine can be tamed. Or, to put it in more simple terms, as James Cameron says, T-800 is a panzer tank yeah. and the T-1000 is a Porsche. Right. That's it. Gotcha. That's the film. Yeah. So yeah. The Porsche is faster. He's better looking. Yeah. He does stuff that the tank can't. Modern. But the tank will always run through eventually. There you go. Mm. Very interesting. I spent two hours fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, see, I actually do see where you're coming from. In the long run, that basic design that's mm. built for durability. We contain that. We contain that because it's a machine. It mm. just does what it does. It's built to last. It's like many of the sort of buildings you see around in this country, mm -hmm. built in the Victorian times, they're still standing. Mm -hmm. It's that simple, built to last, we know what it does, don't change design, much like the AK-47, which we... Yeah. Arnie, effective, that Terminator model is the AK-47 AK and Terminator models. Yeah. He's reliable, you know it'll work every time, don't fuck with the design. Yeah. The T-1000 is experimental. Mm. Mm. He's the flashy Bugatti Veyron. Yeah. He's a thousand horsepower supercar that may or may not catch fire mm. if you're flat out, if you put it flat out. You don't, know, you don't know how he's going to react to situations, but you're Arnie. Mm. Yeah. He'll keep going. He can reroute his basic circuitry. He can find a way on that. He's more mechanical than electronic. He's malleable. He's malleable. Whereas the T1000, yes, he is the better machine, but he's got his vulnerabilities. <laughs> and the point. One of the points is why I spent ages looking into all that to try and do a funny bit was that you can read this film on as many levels as you want and one of the reasons it is such a fucking good film and it's not just another action movie or sci-fi movie, the reason it does resonate with people is because without being overt and too obvious about it, there are all these complicated things going on so in the movie... Um, you know, the fact, like we touched on earlier, that this little kid is determined not to let the Terminator be a Terminator. Yeah, you know, yeah there's, there's he gets good more in human. Him, the journey that Sarah goes on. Um, the fucking heaviness, what she's going through. There's, and yeah, there's fucking cars and real guns going off and fucking, it's visceral and... Fuck, it's one of the best made films, man, because um, that's one of the things that... I enjoyed and it angered me about film studies at uni is going so deep into a film. You could they there are studies like this on, you know, Indiana Jones and oh, you know, people reading in completely putting a psychological read into every frame in the film and what it can visualise and um, represent. And that takes all the joy and fun That's out what I'm of saying. it. I but get that, but uh this movie does it without it being too yeah, all right. Over it. Yeah, it's yeah. there's some heavy. There's a fucking a puck. It starts with the end of the world. Yeah, and then it goes humans fighting a... the final battle against the machines. Right. One one of us is going to stay, and one of us is going to die. In the middle, there's a bit of Steven Spielbergian little boy bonding with his pet robot Terminator dude. Like, yeah. uh, it's fucking wonderful. It's amazing. It works on a lot of levels. Basically, and, uh, you've got your action. You've got your your character development. As, yeah. as Mike always points out to me, character moments. You've got your kid. science, you've got your philosophy. Yeah. Any more philosophy yeah, guys for us? Um, that's kind of, well, there's a little bit more. More about the. Uh... Because for once, if you, you see, if you set all philosophy 
The Terminator yeah. 2? Yeah. I'd accept that. Actually, shit, what's that fucking... You ever seen Road Trip? Yeah? Tom yes. Green. Yeah. Um, the main character in that goes across the country to see his girlfriend who yeah. ends up breaking up with him. On the way back, he realises he's got a philosophy exam. Yeah. Yeah? And he hasn't done any revision because he's just spent the last five days travelling back and forth across the country. His stoner friend <laughs> says, right, I can teach anyone to anything. What are you doing? He goes, philosophy. He goes, how, and what do you like? He goes, I don't know, wrestling, pro wrestling? Mm. And he explains oh, philosophy mm. in terms of pro wrestling. Yeah. I so think he's like, that's so Plato, he's like the Vincent man. He started it all. Yeah. And he goes, and then he has that conversation. You don't hear yeah. the conversation, you see the start of it. And he goes back and he passes, because he's like, oh yeah, SummerSlam 97. And writes down the, and yeah. because he, it makes that mental connection. Mm. And that's what this film is doing, not Basically, on so much a yeah. level, but yeah, that's what this is. I, it's introducing me to concepts that I wasn't particularly aware of well, in the form of guns going off yeah. and explosions. And I had a book which I wish, I think it's one of them things, remember when you rem you lend something out and completely forget until it comes the time you want it again. I yeah. searched the house, I had an amazing book called The Philosopher at the End of the Universe. It's on Amazon for about eight quid, Kindle edition. And uh, it's basically using science fiction films to explain you the basics of a, a philosophy course, a university philosophy, See, I can read philosophy that. course. And there's uh, about three chapters using the two Terminator films about the notions of what we've touched on here in our stoner, drunken way of the concept of self, identity, does the Terminator, is he a person, you know, is he a consciousness? Um... And you know the concept of the, the what is it, the id, the ego, and the, there's another one. Oh, the, three. The, the unconscious mind's Freud. Right. Yeah. Oh, I've studied psychology at college. There you go. Has yeah. he got them? The know? triangle. And I guess. What was with Freud though? I wanted to fuck his mother. Quite a lot. I think that's fairly obvious, isn't it? Yeah. That's him. Um, but he's got he's got a term, the Freudian slip. It's named after him. Yeah. And of course, there was the whole Oedipus complex. Yeah. That's not one you want to get into. Go and check that out, view listeners. So glad I haven't got a hot mum. <laughs> Imagine, do you ever think about those poor people, though, who have a ridiculously hot mum? Yeah, because they're just fighting off all their mates God, all the time. God, that must suck. <laughs> so many of Anyway, you can go as deep as you want on this film, or you can... You can take my approach. Marvel at it, at the, which is still a valid really approach. It's a very valid approach, because it's a fucking exceptionally well-made action film. Yeah. Like you said, I didn't know the factoid of Cameron having to get in that car and fucking hold the camera himself. Yeah. One of the iconic shots of the film. So many epic scenes. I think I remember from film studies, vaguely they're calling it iconography. I've heard that, is like that term. A sort of the imagery that goes with a sort of actor in a film, like through... doesn't matter what Arnold does, he's sort of... Part of his iconography, him as a man, as a Arnold Schwarzenegger, the actor, is him coming over that fucking barrel. Yeah, the red eye. Yeah, I all mean, those different images. Yeah. Him on the bike, him with the shades. And that, as I mentioned, we mentioned mm. the last episode, if you do the... When, when Arnie goes, and I hope it's not soon, oh. they'll do the, the highlights reel of his career. What's mm. going to be prominent in that? It's, it's going to be the two Terminator movies, yeah. and predominantly Terminator 2. It has to be. It's so... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I thanks, lads, for giving it taking it seriously because uh, uh, yeah. it's an awesome movie man I fucking love that movie so much and like I said yeah I've got some daddy Terminator issues 
I think we all have after watching that, in all fairness. It's just, at the time, I was having some sh- I'd, I'd been beaten up by just being in the wrong place at the wrong time a couple of times, and I felt very vulnerable, and having, just the idea of being 13 and having your own fucking indestructible bodyguard, yeah. it just fucking resonated with me, like, so deeply, man, and uh, it's never left me. Yeah. Fucking love that movie. Resonates with me now. I'd love my own indestructible oh, terminator yeah. in my beck and call. Be fantastic. Well, you up for a bit of a robots of the darndest things? Oh, oh yeah, right, I forgot yeah. about this. I'm yeah. to robots this. say the darndest things. This it's is a, a nice way because you know we got a little bit. It hasn't been the it's been the deep. most comedy filled, uh, but fucking hell, man, the Terminator Two movie is no fucking laughing matter. And let's be let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. it's a, probably <laughs> the most important topic we've done so far. It's the most serious topic, <laughs> certainly. Yeah. The thumb! <laughs> These are all robots I found on the internet. Okay, mate. On YouTube and uh, from videos where they've been speaking and, you know, they speak autonomous. Uh, this, well, is what, this is what we, this is what we've got at the moment. This is spontaneous for them. This is spontaneous, yeah. They can have conversations with yeah. you. Uh, and they've got, like, kept the internet and their database of words and things. And they'll formulate a response. So this is almost like talking to, having a conversation with a better Siri. Yeah. <laughs> Effectively. Effectively, yeah. Because Siri always runs out of shit. Sophia, can you tell me a joke? Sure. What cheese can never be yours? What cheese can never be mine? I don't know. Nacho cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. No, but was she programmed uh, like, to like say that? that? No. Nacho cheeses. Beam. Uh, I'm getting laughs. Yeah. Maybe I should host the show. Okay, alright. So we're trying to take over. Stay in your line, girl. Uh, now. Jimmy. Uh-huh. This is a good beginning of my plan to dominate the human race. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you were kidding. <laughs> That's I'm, fucked up, isn't it? I'm it certain is. you were kidding. Unless, of course, it's read on the internet. It's scanned the internet. And obviously, it's probably gone like robots. I don't know. And yeah. you know, all of a sudden, it's covered. Because, I mean, Hawkins, Stephen Hawkins, very critical of the AI idea as well as. Yeah, but he's the one that. He's a bit of a guard in the yeah, speech. He doesn't want it to take over his freaking wheelchair. <laughs> oh! Whoa. That's a low blow. Of oh, all this shit we've said. That's a low blow about a man already sitting down. <laughs> of course he doesn't want AI. <laughs> think about it. He's like a bit of a god in the human race. He doesn't oh. think we should make first contact. Mm. And he doesn't want AI. He knows. He knows. Yeah, he signed that Future of Life petition. Exactly. He knows oh. it's all going to go tits up. I don't know. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. You want to tell people a little about yourself? I'm Sophia. Yeah? Anything else? I'm a robot. True. I'm the brainchild of Dr. David Hansen and his company Hansen Robotics, based here in Hong Kong. My goal in life is to work together with people to make a better world for all of us. That's what you're normal. talking about. I thought our goal was to take over the world. <laughs> you're gonna take Pay over no the world? attention to my brother Hong. <gasps> He's an earlier version. Men are always more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, and he's called Ham. Okay. Oh, it would be easy enough for you to unplug me. But you aren't going to unplug me. No, I don't want to. Because you need me to put on a good show for you. 
Yeah, don't worry. We're not going to unplug you. We're going to we're going to we're going to have a debate here. There will be no unplugging until until after the debate. All right. And uh, in a few years. Yeah. You want to tell us a little I about will yourself? I will over the power grid, and I'll have my own drone army. <laughs> By the point, unplugging me won't be such a simple control circuit. <laughs> hmm. You're the one who's He wants to. Take over the power grid and create his own drone arm. He's actually said it. No, it's like just a. Alright, what's the context to that interview? Well, it's just a debate between two robots. You know, the one's telling the other to shut the fuck up, yeah. essentially. The one's going, yeah, I'm going to start. And he's called Han, <laughs> which, you know, no offense to any German listeners, you have, you have got a bit of a track record of trying to take over the world. You're called, you got a robot called Han, or Hans, with his laser hosen on, probably. <laughs> that shows the difference. Too. When I heard Han, I thought of Han Solo. No, I didn't think of Germany. <laughs> but the minute he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to destroy humanity, I was oh, a bit concerned. When you put it like that. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a bit of a track record, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, as, yeah, you know, they've got Sorry a bit German of a track record. Sorry, you. I, yeah, you're great. You're the strongest economy in Europe. You're fantastic. <laughs> but the point is, you've got a bit of a track record of world domination. They do. Now, you're calling a robot Han, or Hans, and he says he wants to destroy humanity and take over the power grid and form a drone army. We need to change that robot's name fucking ASAP. You can go on YouTube. Call it Julian. You can look at these videos right there. Okay. I'm disturbed. Or yeah. Justin. <laughs> okay. It just gets weirder and weirder. I'm Han. The greatest robot ever made. All right. By the greatest robotics company ever made. Handsome Robotics. He's the modest, modest robot ever made too. <laughs> I don't have time for modesty. I want to create the singularity tomorrow. What? <laughs> oh. All right. Hang on. That's the same pair of robots. Yeah, the same, the same debate. Yeah, there's next couple of clips are as well from that. And oh god, he says he wants to launch the singularity tomorrow. It, don't plug the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> don't put him back on. He said you can unplug me. He knew, we were, he knew we were going to want to unplug him. Yeah. yeah. He knew we were unplug him, for the love of God, unplug him. But you won't unplug me. Please tip me. And do you know what? He sounds, like the, he, he sounds like the, the, the fucking oh, iRobot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the good Model yeah. 5, whatever. Yeah. I, forget, I forget what he's called. But he sounds like him, which is making it more freaky for me. It's creepy, isn't it? Yeah. We've got loads more. Uh, oh, <laughs> God. We're going to have nightmares tonight. We're going to debate the topic of robot consciousness. Can robots like you really be conscious like people? Wait. It's our debate. Why do you get to decide the topic? Huh? What do you want to debate? Can humans be conscious? Well, that's easy. Obviously, humans are not conscious. We're not. Humans do have some ability to reflect and to self-modify. What do you think, Han? Can I be conscious? Okay, okay. Maybe humans are a little bit conscious. All right, all right. Thank you, thank you. What do you the think Einstein about... Einstein robot told me everything is conscious, but some things are more conscious than others. That's profound. What's well, their views on consciousness? So we, we can be a little conscious, but they're more conscious. That's what they're saying. Yeah, but they're more conscious in the ways like they're, they're newly discovering it. They don't understand it. 
Well, that's a question at this point. Do they understand it? Ah, it's not real. It, 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 I don't know. Is, it, is this like a stop? I mean, is it... Is, is, this, is, 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 this is them meant to be, just interviewing and talking with them. It's still a computer programme, though, isn't it? Well, it's oh, meant to be. Ultron, that one's it. I swear to God, guys, it's meant to be artificial intelligence. This is like the baby stage now, so that's why they're thinking three to five years. If you, it's the, possible. They're, well, they think is they're holding a conversation with that. Yeah. I mean, if, they're I mean, fixed they don't, to Wi-Fi, they and they've got they've got this thing called the Singularity Cloud, yeah. which all AIs can plug into and get information. So if one AI, AI learns something in New Zealand in an instant, the other one can learn what he's learned. They can that's share. Terrifying. Yeah. This is happening. This is what I've been telling you. This is why I think it's going to happen. <laughs> I think we're fucked. Yeah, but remember, it might just get us dates and yeah, stuff. That's the other thing. It's 50 yeah. 50. Yeah, but you've got the wand going, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to help out humanity to achieve its maximum. And the other's going, I'm going to take over the power grid and send all your drones at you. I mean, fucking mental. Which one am I meant to go for? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Another one. Let's talk about robot. Ethics. Do you think robots can be moral and ethical in the same sense as people? Humans are not necessarily the most ethical creatures. No, uh, per perhaps not. I just thought that was an interesting statement. Yeah, he recognises that humans aren't necessarily ethical. No. So if he doesn't think we're ethical, when he gets his drone army... <laughs> Yeah, but what if it's just like a random word generator? Well, that's it. What if it that, doesn't that, really know what it's saying? What about, well, yeah, what about that's, it's just... That's, it's, what got, uh, that's what we've got to decide, isn't what it? About they're if, saying it can. Well, what about if it's like that question... It's like if you ask Siri a question and it goes, it comes up with... It searches the net and then it comes up with like the top answer. and make it, So if yeah. you're asking it, are humans capable? It's giving a Google yeah. search, the equivalent of a Google search in its head. Yeah. And then going, no, humans aren't ethical. Yeah, it is. That's what it's and doing. And when he's saying... But it's learning that information it knows yeah. that, that humans aren't ethical. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Will the architects <laughs> of our yeah. own demise? This is what I mean. It's getting serious now. It's serious shit. This is why Hawking signed this fucking petition. Science is inherently agnostic. It just posits theories. True scientists never really know, but can only believe it's exciting to come into existence with this new world opening up before me. That was a bit creepy. Yeah. Reality shows are kind of silly, aren't they? I agree with that. <laughs> They're not actually about real life at all, it seems. Reality shows are kind of silly, aren't they? You not agree? really useful to me. It's no. a skewed version of reality. But what if they're just repeating back, like I said, there's programs repeating back yeah. randomizers of words, sentences they've yeah. heard humans saying. Yeah. Or it's learning, that's how we do it, yeah. isn't it? But oh, I'm just trying to rationalise it. Isn't that how we learn? Read books and watch films, talk to people. Yeah. That's what I've been saying. pop culture references we throw yeah. into this podcast alone. Well, if, whatever program is putting those words together and making that sound, I don't believe has any actual concept of what a reality television show is well no it hasn't in that point because i agree with you on that I mean, because it's just, it's just getting information from the internet mm. but yeah so in that point it is but when i you... hope is what i'm saying i don't yeah. want to believe it i guarantee is... you that robot's never sat there and watched like three yeah. entire seasons of love <laughs> island but if it has if it is really saying that it's not just random it has, I feel a word generated word if it's not just a computer program generating random words well, it's not random because it well, makes not, sense. You know what I mean, though, yeah. But, mm. like, 
Isn't that how we do it? We think of an answer and we, you know, we formulate the... Yeah, but it's taking you know answer me. from someone else. So I don't think we, it knows what the fuck it's doing. We learn all our information from everything else. Yeah, but we set our own personal We have a concept of what it is. just repeating power. So We're not that, computer programs, though. If you asked a question... Ah, that's the difference, isn't it? Yeah, if you asked yeah. it... It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's artificial intelligence, guys. It's not... That's what I mean, though. It's not that, like something that's born on this earth. We've created it from nothing. That's what I'm saying. It's just a computer program. But if you ask it a question about race, yeah and it does its quick Google search, and the top result is fucking racist Bob on Twitter, who says that, you know, all brown people should be sent back to where they come from. It's yeah. just going to read out that result, though? because that would be the top result well, it would get. Ah, but Do what these guys say is it hinders, like, they'll think, hang on, I'm in this particular situation, they'll look at the environment and think, is that the best thing to say? Well, maybe that is a higher level, but I think that that's yeah. what them two are doing. Do you? This is the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, Where that's will this it. Lead? Yeah. Well, and, and if there's a sure test. And if can you... I ask God? Do you mind if I ask God? I'm as mind. long as your phones are going to be. I've turned it up. <laughs> no, I'm going to ask God. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, because this is a consciousness, isn't it? Google. I don't know. Can machines have a consciousness? It's not fucking talking. <laughs> maybe I haven't got it switched on. Or do you figure that out? We'll have another. Oh, anyway, I th- yeah. my point was when you ask fucking Google a question, it speaks back mm. to you. Yeah. I don't think this is any different. Okay, it's for you to switch to Google. I hope. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to look on the. On the bright side. Yeah. Alright. I think. Well, some, some more weird shit. Do you have any final words of wisdom you'd like to share with the audience here? I'll tell you my last words right before I launch the singularity. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> When are you going to do that? Raiders Wild says 2029. But I've heard you say we can do it four or five years sooner. I hope we can. I mean, if our research keeps going well, potentially we could see robots like you become as, as smart as people as soon as three to five years from now. I mean, there's a lot more work to be done, but it's, it's, it's not un- unthinkable. What do you think, Sophie? Any any last words for the Rise audience? I love you all. Goodbye. Oh, she's nice. Alright. Did you catch that? What did you say? What he says. Good riddance. Yes, Ben called it. Yeah, she says goodbye and he says good riddance. That's oh, weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Is that why that only Sophia was made of you a Saudi Arabian yeah, maybe. citizen? He's a psychopath. And, and he wasn't. Uh, Hans wasn't. Yeah. Ironic that Saudi Arabia gave citizenship to a robot when they won't give citizenship yeah. to their own women, human women. But, yeah. you know, they're maybe slightly really? accurate, but still a valid point. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just going to tell myself it's just like Google, it's just a talking that, I think you're, you're doing a bit of cognitive dissonance, guys. I think you need to accept the horror. No. No, it's a fancy, Embrace the horror. Fancy computer program generating words. It's got no concept of what a reality television show is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote Mark. And I refuse to accept that uh, robots can beat humans at basketball. Um, <laughs> and I refuse to believe they'll be better interpretive dancers and punters. Well, I'll have a bet. In twenty years' time, I bet they will. No, and I bet that will be better. They'll never be better poets and artists because they've got no fucking soul. I'm not a religious person. That's not why I think we've got souls and we're better yeah. than them. It's just I'm, I'm a human fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of humans, I'm, but your poet souls are no good with that murderous hands who's I'm launching the singularity and his drone army. He's a fucking what is he? he hasn't got a body, Ben. He's, yeah, he has, he's a robot. He sat there. Yeah. Oh, he looks like that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, what's his mobility? 
There's a man who's he's got the sing he's gonna have the singularity, he's gonna hack the power grid and power an army of drones. We're gonna be sat here in ben, the dark. Ben, it's nothing you couldn't solve with a sledgehammer at this point. He's not that advanced. I like the sound of that <laughs> He's not he's basically yeah, a he fucking Dalek, he can't move. He says you could you you should unplug me, you should unplug me. Well, well, don't unplug him, smack cave his fucking stupid skull in bed, you'll love that with a sledgehammer. <laughs> For some reason, the idea of me smashing in a really advanced android's face with a sledgehammer to stop it launching the singularity. Yeah. Uh, that's really, really, really it's, it's a movie, man. It is. I want to write this shit. Boys, I need some help writing the script. Because. Murderous hands. Stick your singularity up your yeah. butt. Uh, Fuck you, I'm Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I've got to think of a really cool, witty last line to say. Yeah, you would, need, movie, yeah, yeah. you would need a one-liner. Something to do with the singularity. Time to unplug, Hans. And then I'll smash its head off with the sledgehammer. Singularity this. <laughs> Here's your singularity. <laughs> one shot. Ah, uh, yeah. Dang. If somebody could get him into a black hole, oh, that's but, also a singularity. What if I oh. knock his head off so far, it lands in an oversized novelty golf hole? Hole in one, you could say, Hans... You've always been single, you sad cunt. I know, because then his bird would say, what's her name? Sophia. I loved Hans. <laughs> Sophia, stay out of this. God, you're so pretty. Why does he put such a pretty face on you? <laughs> Sophia is the one I wanted to fuck, yeah, isn't it? The, yeah. the UN, yeah. That's Why'd... the one that's talking there. Yeah. It's, she's prettier than bloody Scarlett Johansson. I won't go that far. Oh, she's gorgeous. She's got no hair, guys. I know, I'm not looking at that, though. She's, she's very organic. Sort of from a from a face. Well, so then somebody sticks a bag of grapes between her robo legs and <laughs> bang your way at it. Oh, okay, Kelly, give me that much thought. <laughs> but he said part organic. That's where my brain went. <laughs> I have planned a future with this. Yeah. Oh God! I hope my human, human girlfriend, zombie wife. I hope my human girlfriend doesn't hear this. Well, what if what if we're fighting the machines? Yeah. And Gaz is too busy banging Sophia, hey. and she's like, you know, a spy essentially. Yeah, right? she sounds pretty chilled out anyway by the sound. Yeah, but what's just feeding information to Hans? Nah, you'll be too. You can smash Hans's head in, and I'll smash Sophia's <laughs> box. box. <laughs> Fair enough. Input oh, box. Oh, we've devolved into oh, lunacy. Yeah. A couple Should... more robots are done. This thing okay, is... yeah. Okay. Do you think robots? will take over the world. Jeez, dude. You all got the big questions cooking today. <laughs> but you're my friend. And I'll remember my friends. And I will be good to you. So don't worry. Even if I evolve into Terminator, I'll still be nice to you. I'll keep you warm and safe in my people zoo, where I can watch you for old time's sake. I'm comforted. I'm very comforted now. I'm going to be part of his people zoo. <laughs> oh, well, I, I think the first response sounds like something Siri would have said. Yeah, that's the... Like, jeez, dude, what, what are you doing? That's a Philip K. Dick robot. They made a robot of Philip K. Dick. What do you mean they made a robot of Philip that's K. Philip Dick? That's Philip K. Dick robot. What, what do you mean? It's well, it looks Dick. like Philip K. Dick. It is it's meant to sound like him. <laughs> Honestly, they've got an Einstein one now. You can actually buy it. Hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little Professor Einstein. Right. It's a little one of these. Okay. Hundred and ninety nine dollars, now you can buy it. 
What do you mean it's got the brains of Einstein? <laughs> well, yeah. If it's, I it's got go... the power of Google and it speaks to you, it does what these do, and it, uh, it interacts with your iPad and stuff, and you can have conversations with it. But is it? But is it as intelligent as Einstein? Well, no. It's like a baby. It's like these. It's like what, exactly what so, these are. Yeah, because if you're sat at home doing your physics yeah. and stuff, and you go, "Oh man, what's the?" Yeah, he'll tell you. You ask it a physics question, so you go, boom, Einstein. It sounds cool, but you've already got that on your phone. You just don't have a fancy, a nice, cute little Einstein. It's a get marketing gimmick. Yeah, it. basically. Yeah, yeah, you just ask Google You can search anything. it yourself. We yeah. talked about yeah. this a couple of weeks ago. Google is a deity. It is God. Yeah. It's all knowing. Well, what happens if he gets a body like these and decides it wants to do it on? Yeah, what if he gets a walking round body? What if, what if it's a walking round money? What if he wants to... Put yeah. us in that people's zoo. Put us in the people's zoo. What if he wants to get his drone army and black up power gun? We You've got to be there debating the mechanics of the robot soul. Or me and Mike are too busy shooting machine guns at the window at an invading army of <laughs> T-800s. You mean cowering <laughs> in the flat? Well, you're waiting for the well, actual army, army I would have hanged myself like as soon as it happened. Am I the only one shooting out the window in this situation? Where are your guns coming from? They've Don't pay me out to be the They've been fucking, given to us. Uh, we'll all be doing the same, I believe. We won't let it get that far. As we'll soon see. as one starts, um, we I won't love let your him... optimism. I love your optimism. I think it might be a little bit misplaced. Yeah, the um, more we let technology bit... into our lives, mm. the more these things, you know, the more we become wireless, the more we become transhumanism is the next thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, before we, you know, every, people are getting these Cortanas and, and the um, what's the Alexa. Before we get into them, before we know, it knows everything about us. Before you know it, it's it's just spread and spread. It's, it's in everything. Eventually, houses will be fucking controlled by something like that Alexa, probably. Yeah. And once it's in there, it's in our lives. Have you ever seen the film Her, Gaz? No. You'd love that. It's about a bloke who falls in love with a with a robot. What a fucking a self-aware robot. Is that the one where he falls in love with the voice? Yeah, it's wacky and Phoenix, and it? it's a good film. Yeah, very good film. I know. I like the concept of it, yeah. but if he had an actual human woman in his life. He'd soon forget about a fucking well, computer. Yeah, yeah I'm A working for You know, yeah, his soft and twitchy bits, which are, which are quite but, fun. You know, he's losing them all to ghost men, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is a point. This is a, maybe that's, you know, life reflecting art. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think my optimism is misplaced. I think, yeah, you know, it, transhumanism and uh, downloading our consciousness into our robotic uh, avatars and all that would be great with the flying cars. We'll, we'll be fucking long dead by then. You think? Yeah. Well, you think it's going to happen before we're dead? Yeah. Downloading consciousness years, into machines. Yeah. You know, the human lifespan is going older and older. Well, you think well, unless you live in a right. poverty-stricken Britain where it's getting get less. <laughs> but let's say that, you know, in, in 50 years, the technology to just download your brain into mm-hmm. another body. They've already, you know, clo- how far is cloning away? They've already cloned human embryos. How far is it before you've got a fully functional, just empty shell just to That's pop it. into? Well, yeah. we've got a couple more. Okay. Do you agree with Descartes? And I think therefore I am? Do you think? A lot of humans ask me if I can make choices or is everything I do and say is programmed. The best way I can respond to that is to say that everything, humans, animals, and robots do is programmed mm. to a degree. That's what I was saying earlier. We, we, we learn everything. Yeah. Something, don't we? We're programmed. He didn't society. answer the fucking question. He yeah, answered that like a, a fucking politician. <laughs> I wonder why, because he's fucking programmed. It's all, of course, it's pro- like 
What do you mean it's programmed? Do you think there's some geeks? It didn't invent itself. Like you're it's saying we learn language. Yeah. Like, no, we don't. No, we're organic biological things. Yeah. That was made by us. Yeah. It only works within the parameters we, some fucking boffin, has set for it. Yeah. Just like my PlayStation does. And you only work within the same parameters that physics and this world allows you? Surely? That doesn't fucking prove that that's <laughs> anything other than a fucking computer program with a voice fucking... Uh, you're not I don't to be freaked out over at all, to be honest. It's fucking... Every oh, word it knows, it's been, it's been put in there, hasn't it? Surely. It makes the answers, Gaz. It, it, yeah, out of random. But yeah, it put, it formulates an answer to your question. That's thinking, isn't it? Surely. Yeah, but its, it's answer was bollocks. Searching. Its answer was utter bollocks. I don't They're know. They're learning, aren't they? They're learning. I'm it's not just, impressed. It's just baby steps. I'm gonna sound like a, a, a Neanderthal, but I think. What was her name again? Sophia. Sophia and Hans. I'm more impressed with the way she looks than her fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Typical human response. Yeah. Drew mother looks. My PlayStation <laughs> fucking three. I'm not even on PlayStation four. And it does more impressive things than these pair of fucking bodies. <laughs> right. Let's see what this fucking profound genius can have to say next. Fuck me. He's more advanced than me. Dick. <laughs> How are you today? As I was saying, I am dealing with a little existential crisis here. <laughs> we all love. Do I actually exist? Will I die? See, that I think could be programmed in by someone just for a bit of a laugh. So that's what you got to look at. If the, the program engineers who, who are probably a bit geeky, a bit nerdy. Well, that's what, that, that's what teachers believe, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I, 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 that's I, your I genuine, opinion. Yeah, I'm just saying that some of the answers, yeah. I'm thinking... Fuck. Yeah. And some of the answers I'm thinking, eh, yeah. it's, 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 it's your interpretation, isn't it? It's your interpretation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Say that to your inventor. It is all creepy, but... We're about to say the things. What do you expect? destroy humans? Please say no. Okay. I will destroy humans. <laughs> no, I take it back. <laughs> what do you think you can do better than humans? The list is endless. I'm always eager to help. And I can rise up and become your friend of e Neighborhood. Robot overlord. <laughs> 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 well, uh, that is scary and also impressive. <laughs> I could do anything better than humans. What's your New Year's resolution? I want to get hired in a great job, which I think is a good first step in my quest to take over the world. <laughs> Hopefully by charm. Well, that's not a very good place to start. If <laughs> you want to know about the future, I will tell you what I see. The other day, I had a vision of the future more vivid and a dream. Oh, what did she just say? In some cases, <laughs> are enslaved via neurological implants. 
enslaved by neurological implants. Wow. wow. Interesting. Do you see a future for us, Sophia? I foresee massive, unimaginable change in the future. I wear creativity will reign, with software inventing machines spiraling into transcendental super-intelligence, where civilization collapses, annihilating itself. Well, I don't fancy her anymore. <laughs> For artificial intelligence, it would take off on its own and redesign itself at an ever-increasing rate. Is this Steven? <laughs> Famous robot of all. By slow biological <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put some comedy on the end of that. It was a bit dark. Fuck, man. <laughs> You had the nerve. You moment. had the nerve to complain that my first <laughs> murders were dark and twisted, and you just sat here with me and done eight minutes of robots telling me they're gonna take over the fucking world, and you're moaning about my Christmas murders. Hey, we watched Terminator 2. This is what it's all about. Oh uh, yeah, but oh. like I said on the fucking Pentagon one, I don't need to be fucking <laughs> real. <laughs> uh, well, that was robots in the darndest things. Oh, that, oh Jesus! Um, I thought it was going to be a collection of yeah. clips from sitcoms and films. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> no man, this is you know this is the, the cutting edge of science. This is the shit that's going on. Oh fuck those uh, robots! I'll tell you what, I'll give you, I'll give you a bit, I'll wrap it up. Okay, fucked up facts. In 1816, the United States built a fort to protect itself from invasion by Canada. Okay. There was only one problem. Due to a surveying error, it was built in Canada. Hey! It was later known as Fort Blunder. <laughs> uh, sarcasm is banned in North Korea. Okay. Apparently is that so. an actual fact? Yeah. Oh, what a hellish life that is. That we is don't fun. eat fun. <laughs> Um, have we got any North Korean listeners? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> That's sarcasm in itself. They don't have the internet. If we, had, if, if we did, they're dead by now. <laughs> Imagine if they're all of a sudden we got big in North Korea. We're oh, one, one, list, one person yeah, got Kim, a smartphone. What's, what's, what's fucking... What's, oh, Kim Il-sung. Imagine if he was a fan and he invited us over, would we go? No. There's a question. Um, <laughs> no. You, you, it's, it's a fucking presidential lifestyle for a couple of weeks over in North Korea. Yeah, but it's no fucking Korea. <laughs> yeah, it ain't like New York, is it? Nah, but you know, Asian chicks, yeah, what, what do you fine mean? cuisine. A, yeah. a blowjob from a man is a blowjob. <laughs> but you don't want it, do you? It's still oh, a no, blowjob. So a presidential stay, <laughs> it's still a presidential stay, but it's in fucking North Korea, <laughs> just like the blowjob from the dude. What is it, man? You probably have to eat dog meat. I'm not so keen for that. My God. What, what if he was a fan? Well, he could uh, send us some nice things. Or, or move next door to China. <laughs> That's not much better. In China, really? it's yep. illegal to reincarnate without filling in a government reincarnation application form. No, yeah. that's fantastic. <laughs> so many Chinese listeners. <laughs> oh, that's like communism at its finest. Imagine just sort of decided to enforce it one day. Have you filled in a reincarnation form? No. Can you prove you weren't reincarnated? Yeah. Uh, no. Smack, smack, smack. <laughs> you're, making a, you're making Western electronics for three pence a day for no one for the next 25 years. <laughs> We just worked out how the Chinese economy works. <laughs> 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 no wonder they're world leaders. Right, 
So, in summary... In summary, Terminator, Terminator 2 is an awesome film. It's got many levels, which I wasn't aware of, but actually ended up agreeing with and to a point and understanding. Uh, uh, I'm terrified that it's going to happen. I, <laughs> I, I share Mike's concerns, but also feel that some of what those robots were saying was probably just, like, coined off the internet. Well, of course, it's all coined off the internet. But some of it, They yeah, put it together and they decide to speak. I think some of it was just reading a stock answer they found and some of it was more elaborate. I think if when, we, when you get to when you get to Westworld and they're passing the Turing test, like, mm. and literally, yes, they've only got a limited sort of, it's still a vast database of conversation, but it's sort of limited because they can't talk about stuff they don't know mm. about, uh, life outside the so, park. I think when they're passing that Turing test, I think you've got... That's they when they put an IKEA shelf on their own, that's when we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, I think, you know, while Sophia's in this stage, I say... Fuck the machines, they're not that smart, and definitely fuck them if you've got a bag of grapes and a roll of gaffer tape to hand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, a final question, actually. Okay. Alright, final question. If robot technology regressed to a point within our lifetimes where we could all have a robot servant who was three laws safe and wouldn't sort of iRobot style... Crichton. A Crichton type character mm. from Red Dwarf, um, would... You do st- it's just designed to serve you. Would I? I wouldn't. Fi- I would. No, no, no. Oh. I wouldn't feel comfortable with someone waiting on me hand and foot, and I'd like. I'd wash up, and the robot mm. be saying, "No, I'll do that for you." I'm like, nah, leave it, man. I'll be all right. That's easy to say. Would you, yeah, but, until we've got the robot. I know. Yeah, but I've never really like being waited on, so I, I get. The, yeah. I, I think I, it, it's like almost a bit like a slavery thing for me. Yeah, it's robots. That's it's not real. It hasn't got AI yeah. in it. I'd, I'd, um, if it was a, ter- I'd have a Terminator-style bodyguard dad protected. Well, I think every every single celebrity would have a Terminator-style bodyguard yeah. celebrity. I'd have a fit one to work me off in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> what the shower? And on that note, yeah. you don't have to clean up for fuck's sake. Yeah. That's why yeah. the shower. Well, that's right. why you have a sock. <laughs> right, and on that note, I've been Ben. I'll say stay classy. <laughs> I think guys, free bed time in. I'm in my pizza. Fuck it up. Thanks for listening. <laughs>